and welcome to Skies of Academia, a podcast about critical analysis of games, their systems, and their social and cultural influences. I'm your host, Dustin, and with me today is Luke. Hello. And Molly. Hi. And we are here to talk about the most social and cultural lol game of this year. Yeah. I'm giving you from 20 a, likes for this. From a <laughs> master artist, true uh-huh. big brain genius, Hideo yeah. Kojima. We sure are. The, the VGA Awards nominee for Game of the Year, Best Narrative, Best Sound, Best Music, Best Performance. And surely, Geoff Keighley hosting it, and a man who loves Hideo Kojima with all his heart has nothing to do with that. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Anyway, uh, we're not here to junk o- dunk on good old GF. Uh, yes, we are. His name well, is I definitely mean, Jeff, by the way. Jeff, whatever. It's fine. Geoff <laughs> Kiri. Don't, I don't care enough to pronounce his name correctly. Um, we're here to talk about Death Stranding. Death Stranding? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, that's right, fo- that's right, audience. You can thank us later. We have brought you a metaphor. We've, we've, we've here. Yeah, we've brought you a metaphor i Luke, uh, you sound you sound hurt i yeah let's uh so i'll i'll quickly go over sort of what the game ostensibly is uh death stranding is a post-apocalyptic game where the u.s and presumably the rest of the world got super fucked up by ghosts yes uh, that also brought about like nuclear explosions called void outs uh and your role as sam porter bridges is to bridge america back together again um by stumbling around and face planting like a fucking jackass yeah all throughout the country uh yeah and uh yeah you're on a quest from the united cities of america uh led by President Bridget Strand, who passes on in the game's early hours, and uh, cedes power to her assistant, Die Hardman, as well as her daughter... Die (laughs) Hardman! As well as her daughter and your sister, Samantha America Strand, a.k.a. Amelie. And uh, they want you to go west and uh, use... They want you to manifest destiny again. They want you to manifest destiny by going to... Amazon distribution centers throughout this great land of ours and connecting each of them to the special ghost internet they've developed. Because if everyone's online and posting, then the world will be saved. Because <laughs> as we all know, Twitter if is only the... the posts can save us. <laughs> as we all know, uh, once everyone got on Twitter, discourse was saved. Uh, why don't we well, start... here's he... the thing, is that Kojima yeah, is staunchly anti-discourse. Is he? I don't even know. I don't know what his opinion is after... <laughs> I don't yeah, after the, Death Stranding, I, I'm really not sure what he thinks about anything, cause, honestly. Because you'd be on that phone. I don't know what the viewpoint of Death Stranding is, but I... Okay, listen, this is... This is a real big burrito we got ahead of us. Yeah. We, we are going to only be able to finish it by taking small bites over a long period yeah. of time. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. We're going to yeah, be so here for a while. I, yeah. Crap in. The way I was thinking about this in my mind before we started this was let's let's start with uh, the part I think we can all say nice things about, and that is the gameplay itself. 
Okay, uh, sure. Can we which can we quickly sorry to interrupt immediately. No, go ahead. I have zero Kojima experience before playing Death Stranding. Yeah. Luke, you are a long time Metal Gear Metal's Gear fan. Most of the Metal Gear Solid games are in like my top games of all time list. Yes. And then Dustin, I actually don't know how much Kojima you know. I know quite a bit. Um I have played all the main console Metal Gear Solid games. I have not played Metal Gear 1 or 2. I have not yeah. played Kojima's earlier projects like Snatcher. Same. Um, I play The only portable game I played was Peace Walker. Uh, but yeah, I, I've played almost as much Kojima stuff as Luke has. Okay, yeah. because every time I see somebody talk about Metal Gear, I go, well... I don't think I'm going to do that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now I know I know this is universally described as not one of his best. Oh no. But it sure doesn't make me want to look into a Metal Gear. I here's what I will say. Uh in terms I, of like yeah. tone and aesthetic and vibe, the only Metal Gear that I think is even kind of like Death Stranding is uh Metal Gear Solid 4. In terms of gameplay, it's got some like structural similarities to MGS5, but yeah, four has that kind of very, uh, it, it's like near future tech. It's very long and slow and melancholy. Sure, I I like Metal Gear Solid Four, and spoilers. At least in terms of the story, I do not like Death Stranding. Yeah, uh, I will say that like. There's a lot of stuff that I will criticize about Kojima, and both Luke and I have talked about that before. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think we largely agree on our problems with him. Uh, but I will say, I still love most of the Metal Gear franchise. Like, I think Metal Gear Twin Snakes is still a legitimately fun, like, sort of spy action thriller. That's yeah. Little, it's pretty goofy, but it's still, like, a fun adventure game. If you want like, uh, like, Tom Clancy by way of shonen anime, Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes is a pretty good time. Sure. Yeah, yeah. and, like, Metal Gear Solid 2, like, actually has some, like, interesting commentary going on in it. Just, uh, yeah. you know, it uh, like, as, as you're also watching a... A, uh, a a naked a pretty boy uh, somersault his way through a like an underwater base. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid Three is basically a Cold War espionage movie. <laughs> there's no um, there's no naked pretty boys in this game. No, there is a naked Redis. Yeah. There is a naked Norman Reedus. Not to be mean to Norman Reedus, but Jesus Christ, could you find a better crush, Kojima? Jesus. <laughs> well, yeah, he's got Mads Mikkelsen. I mean, he does have Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen isn't hot. I, I'm going I'm to go on the record and tell y'all that right. I think people who think Mads Mikkelsen is hot are... There are people who will listen to this podcast who will definitely disagree. I am Feel not free to at me. I, I am not uh, particularly a boy liker, but like, I don't know. Mads Mikkelsen cuts a handsome figure, I think. Yeah, I, I, in playing this game, I was like, this guy, he doesn't look bad. Like, I used to think he was just like, I was like, why anybody? But uh, now I can kind of see it. <laughs> uh-huh. But also, uh, he's not hot. All right. Uh, That's fair. The, one of the first cutscenes in this game is him looking down into a POV camera and saying, don't worry, daddy's here. 
Yeah. yeah that is true. Uh-huh. That is a fact about this game. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that he is probably that, but you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the gameplay. <laughs> uh, yes. The Destry... Like we, uh, like I sort of said facetiously, Death Stranding is a game where, for the vast majority of the time you're playing it, um, it is a game where it takes the idea of traversal very seriously and doesn't take for granted the fact that walking is hard sometimes. Just like yeah. staying yeah. upright can be difficult. They took um, the most boring parts of Breath of the Wild that nobody liked, and they said, okay, but what if we made a whole game out of those parts? And somehow I actually liked it, despite yeah, kind of I hating Breath of the yeah. Wild. Yeah, so I, I don't like Breath of the Wild much at all, but yeah. uh, Death Stranding... I think the thing is, like, there's stuff to find, and, like, you can interact with other people. If you couldn't interact with other people's, like, things they were building, uh-huh. yeah. I think this game, like, falls flat on its face. Yeah, sure. I, there's there's definitely like more structure and variety to the things you do in Death Stranding that, uh, than I was initially expecting, and also kind of um, addresses the problems I had with the open world of Breath of the Wild, where I was mostly like, I don't, I don't know why I'd go out of my way to explore all this stuff because there's not a ton I can really do here. Whereas yeah. in whereas in Death Stranding, like it feel it feels. I think the most positive thing I can say about this game is that a moment that I will remember for the rest of this year and probably for, like, the thing I will remember this game the most by when I actually want to feel good about it uh-huh. is building my very first road segment yeah. And, yeah. and then immediately seeing a stream of, like, uh, notifications saying so-and-so has used your road and given you a like or whatever and just feeling yeah. extremely good about myself that I built the thing that helps me and everybody who enters my weird instance. That yeah, yeah. It's not about like this. the number. It's like, oh, I helped people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good moment. Another really big one for me is a little earlier before you get to the roads, you have to do a delivery to the wind farm, and it's a big pain in the ass. It's pretty far. It's all uphill. Yeah. There's, like, high winds that make it easier to fall over uh, yep. and, like, drain your stamina faster. You eventually get to this, like, forest that's very hard to walk around in and is full of ghosts that will, you know, attack you. Um, and it's kind of a slog. And you get there and, like, I deliver the package. And it's like, oh, God, I got to get back down this, like, mountain now. And I turn around and there's just a bridge somebody's already built that goes over that forest and I don't have to do any of that part again. And it's like, oh, I get this game now. Cool. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, almost the exact same thing happened to me. Uh, It didn't let me skip the whole forest, but, like, there was still a bridge there that let me get over a significantly difficult chunk. And I was like, I love you, whoever you are. (laughs) Right. Uh, Building your first functional zipline course between places in the mountains is also another instance of, like, this changes everything. <laughs> yeah. I was at a point with the game when I got to the mountain where I wasn't carrying PCCs at all mm-hmm. because I didn't really need them for what I was doing. Sure. And then hadn't thought about setting up zip lines. So when I got to that part, I was like, this is dog shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I felt that too, the same way. Cause again, like that, yeah, you're right. That was a point where I was like, well, I don't really have much use for bridges right like the thing you would bring a pcc along for is if you had like an emergency situation where you needed to set up a generator 
or like because the post boxes aren't like useful i don't know what they're supposed to be for i would sometimes raid them for materials early on yes but that's it. yes i would check and see if somebody left something that i could use but then yeah if you could like link the post boxes up to other like uh repositories of your gear then i could see their use but i never set up a post box outside the tutorial for them yeah yeah there's yeah no 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 point in that one right yeah uh yeah. yeah once i like got a taste of zip lines like i immediately like oh i've got to build a zip line network all over this freaking map i've got to connect every person yeah. and then it's like oh shit i'm out of bandwidth all right i guess i gotta go advance the story to unlock more places to get more bandwidth oh but now there's more locations i want to connect with zip line oh geez yeah well see it- the thing i did was i was like can't zip line on a truck you can't zip a truck <laughs> yeah you got you, oh, you this you game could, turned though. you into a trucker I uh, the thing that I learned about this game and that I kind of already knew is that I should just be playing American Truck Simulator. Yeah, American like, Truck yeah. Simulator. <laughs> I mean they they have they have like they have Arizona for it, so you could you could truck through my home state. Yeah, I could, and it, it has I five, so this is just it's just like home, baby. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, there is something. Well, and uh, the other thing I want to bring up: this game is really funny. When you're playing it, like yeah. you have these the opening hours of it's very cutscene heavy and it is all very like melancholy and self serious. There's a lot of characters staring into the middle distance and shedding a single tear. Um, the music There's is so all because of the Wi Fi, because yeah. of the ghost Wi Fi. Please, well, yeah, the ghost Wi Fi because of the ghost Wi Fi, it makes yeah. you cry. Yeah, uh, but you have like, uh, you know, just it's it's a very dour serious game and they're like all right we need you to take the president's body to the incinerator to cremate her and then they just let you loose and it's just you're left to walk to the incinerator which is very far away and you're just falling over constantly with a corpse on your back you're falling down hills because you don't know how to climb yet it's so silly looking and they knew it was silly looking like it's deliberate but it's it's been it's basically a procedural slapstick generator. Like, yeah, like Sam Porter Bridges is just a clown, and he just falls yeah. over his shoes constantly. I never. Okay. Yeah, I I know what you're going to say we're good at the games, so <laughs> oh we didn't yeah, have sorry. as many opportunities as Luke did. Oh, I to see. Look like a goofus. Yeah, I, I was gonna say that like I didn't fall over that much. Like I was. When it, the first time it happened, I was like, all right, crouch walking everywhere. Can't fall yeah. over from crouching. And oh, then oh. I crouch walked across America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that slows you down. Really, I sprinted really everywhere that I core. went. <laughs> yeah, yeah I sp- my glutes are great. I sprinted constantly. And if I fell over some, I'm like, that's fine. That's that, I'm still overall saving time. Sorry, yeah. I have OCD and I have to protect my cargo. Yeah, I yeah. was obsessed about like zero percent damage, so yep. I held L two and R two constantly. It constantly, yeah, yeah. just hands <laughs> on my shoulders. That's me in real life too, though. When I have yeah, a backpack yeah, on, same. hands yeah, on the sure. straps. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> just felt natural. Yeah, uh, I did not realize that Death Stranding would would be the game where I would realize how much I have in common with you, Molly. <laughs> yeah, since we, got, we both got some specific brain problems. Yeah, but I mean, even if you're not falling over constantly, the image of Norman Reedus with a ten oh, foot stack of boxes fuck. on his back is still funny. Looking. Yeah, 
delightful <laughs> delightful yeah love when, it when you get the like power legs um mm-hmm. that let oh you just yeah when he gets like three feet of, wider yeah yeah, yeah and, like lets you hold like 350 pounds of gear or whatever and you can just like stack giant cargo crates on yourself it's just the funniest thing in the world yeah it's very good very and like good. you're kind of getting into the flow of that where it's just okay i'm carrying these large boxes across like big swaths of land I'm, I'm into the groove and then you come up on that first road paver and immediately like oh this entire game just changed like it yeah yeah it feels I so have a good new main to like goal yeah to like build the roads and to like get to use vehicles for the first time after it's forced you to walk everywhere for so long feels incredible. Yeah. It's so good. Like it, it feels like you got to turn cheats on. Yeah. Also, like weirdly, it kind of makes me nostalgic for going on like a road trip. It's like, man, yeah. you know what? I, I wish I could just like say, you know, fuck work tomorrow. I'm driving on the interstate to like Nevada or whatever. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, like I um it, it reminded me a lot like when I moved up to Seattle, I drove from like the San Francisco area and it's like a 14-hour drive, but like it's like a real good time. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. It's uh yeah, and then you like get the zip lines which then it's like, "Oh yeah, you can just if you set these up right, you don't even have to like worry about the terrain anymore. You can just go in a straight They're- line wherever you want to go." They're extremely cool. I will yeah. I will give the game that. The zip lines are very cool. I did not use them very much. Right. But when I did, I was always very happy. Yeah. And Except for I think Norman Reedus's wrist should have fallen off. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Because you use your you use your handcuffed cell phone to right. zip across it, and that just seems like a bad call. Yeah, there, have, there are yeah. a lot of G forces being applied to that man's body. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like apparently he has some kind of super strength based on the amount yeah. of packages he can carry. Yeah. And I yeah. guess I guess maybe you could argue that it's because he's a weird you know He's got the dooms. He's, he's a weird he's got dooms. He's got dooms, yeah. He's a repatriate. We should probably I, I'll tell you what. It should have been obvious from the jump. I'm sure the description will say it. Why don't we just say right now spoilers for Death Stranding from here on out. Oh yeah, this this yeah. podcast never shies around spoilers it's not the point yeah of this i don't thing. think yeah yeah i don't but, think that anybody who like turns this on is going to be surprised but that is probably a good idea yeah, yeah. just yeah. one last warning turn back now because i was about to say like maybe it's because he was a weird jar baby maybe you know he was mads <laughs> yeah. mickelson's sweet jar baby and that's where his super strength comes from i'm so fucking mad <laughs> yeah here's something i thought about this morning that twist I, should matter I'm, yeah, now I'm when you posted the thought, I got yeah. even more mad. Because here's the thing. The whole thing throughout the game is that you have BB, your, your bridge baby. It's a baby in a jar uh, that was like, it's like not quite alive because its mother became brain dead when it was still in her and they took it out and put it in a pod. But there's a living child in there and it has memories and like talks to you right, right. whatever and, but the idea is every time you connect to the bridge baby to use its uh supernatural powers you get like its brain melds with you and you get memories from it and it's memories yeah, it's, of mads yeah. mickelson like telling it stories or like dressing up like santa claus it's just they just gave mads mickelson that room and just said i don't know just improv a bunch of shit for the day we'll just put it all in the game <laughs> yeah. whatever <laughs> um, uh, Mads Mikkelsen is pretty good in this game. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's I, pretty good. Mads Mikkelsen, like, 
he might be the best part of it. Yeah, I think he is. I agree. Yeah, I, I will say Maz Mickelson is the only person I thought I looked at where I thought like, yes, that was a good use of Kojima spending money on famous actors. Yeah, yeah, far and away. Um, like Norman Reedus is fine. I think he does a good enough job, but he doesn't have a hard job to do either. So why are you paying for a celebrity? I think I also think he's fucking terrible. No, I think he did a bad job. Uh, see, I think he does fine. He might have been directed to do a bad job. But uh-huh. I think his performance was fucking terrible. Norman Reedus just didn't make an impression upon me. I didn't think he was bad, but also I didn't think he was particularly impressive. Like we're we're, com- we're shoving com- too much it- of this burrito in our throats. We need to step back. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> but, That's sorry. Fair. Just the point I was making with bringing up Mads Mikkelsen. When you connect to the bridge baby, it triggers. Oh, you get the flashbacks of the bridge baby's memories of being like read to by Mads. Except those aren't the Bridge Baby's memories, so why does it happen yeah. when you connect to the Bridge Baby? It's those almost like, is memories. the Bridge Baby reading your memories, or is it right. or what I was by wondering, connecting to the BB, are you remembering those repressed memories? I Cause guess. Because it, it's implied he doesn't know his history. Right, for sure. Even though all of the characters in this game have a weirdly encyclopedic memory of, like, their birth. Yeah. Very, very normal things happen in this game. Do you remember being in the womb, Sam? I do. Hey, do you, hey, Sam, do you remember your birth? Like, no, dog! What? Neither do you, you liar. You fucking weirdo. Uh, but, All right, okay. let's, um, where are we, so, st- Dustin, please, where are we starting? Yeah, so, we, we went over the gameplay, so I think what we should start out with, um, in, in terms of our, like, sort of start dig started starting to dig in our criticisms is just like what were we hoping this game was going to be i guess because when i first saw it like and i think you had a similar opinion what i was hoping that the game would touch on is like the idea of colonization and manifest mm-hmm. destiny and like yes it's good to connect people uh it but also that's not necessarily a universal good. And also like, how are you connecting them? What contract is being made? Um, And at the start, like the quote unquote heroes are not really portrayed as unambiguously heroic. There is some selfishness going on there. They specifically want to, rebuild america that's how they're framing it not necessarily oh we want to help people and share our knowledge specifically we want to rebuild a nation state basically this game Uh, has explicit references to donald trump and it also has characters say make america blank again except the blank is whole instead of great so it sure seemed like it was implying it was going in a certain direction with that stuff uh, but then it kind of just doesn't. It doesn't really interrogate that, even when, uh, midway through, um, when you get to Mountain Knot and the, uh, chiral network starts to overload and do bad things. Right. And Sam is all like, uh, if it's causing chiral spikes and bad things to happen, are we really sure we want to keep doing this? And they're like, don't worry, we can just do a firmware update. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah. And then like, it is and then it ends up being just fine. 
Uh huh. Sam is the dumbest human being on the planet. Yes, that is true. Like, here's the thing. America is not good in every single Metal Gear. Uh, in Metal Gear Solid, the whole thing is like, yeah, the terrorists are bad guys, but they're hijacking this secret nuclear weapons program America was doing that, like, would cause an international incident if the world found out we were doing it. And that's bad. You gotta stop them. Oh no, the White House found out and they're gonna, like, bomb you now because you're, you know, that thing. MGS2 is like... The president is the the villain. (laughs) Yeah, MGS2, like... Hideo Kojima said, like, oh, one of the goals of this game was to make an action game where the villain is America. Uh, MGS3 is all about America, like, abusing its soldiers in order to, like, spare itself, like, an international embarrassment. MGS4 is about, like, the military-industrial complex. Like, it's it's about the Iraq War and Blackwater, even though they don't use those terms in it. Like, it's clear, like, mm. that's what it's inspired by. Yeah. Like, Revengeance is, like... A senator uh, trying to, like, you know, start a war so that he can, like, get reelected and become president in the future. I mean, Senator Armstrong, like, almost spot-on predicts Trump. Like, it's it's weird how, like, nor, like, how much you watch those cutscenes at the end of Revengeance, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. Like, that's, that's just what America's like in, like, 2017. Oh, wait, this came out in 2013? What the fuck? Uh, and yeah. then, like, MGS5 is about, like, imperialism and colonialism and genocide. And it's got, like, probably a good hour of conversations with a Native American character talking about how America fucked over his people. Yeah. And then you and have... Death Stranding, you just have a dream catcher for no reason. Yeah, like, given all of that context, <laughs> it was like, well, obviously Death Stranding is setting up more, like, criticism of America in its story. Obviously. And then it just doesn't. Yeah. It's like, hey, what if America was cool? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird because it sets up all the pieces. And even. Yeah. And like even even some of the villain, like not villains, but even some of the characters in the game who are wanting to rebuild America, Bridget especially, are portrayed very poorly, (laughs) are clearly bad people. Right. but But it like. But the game still says, oh, but their goals were justified. Yeah, or it's like, (laughs) there is some level of like, like, Amelie comes to you near the end and she's like, listen, Sam, you have to stop me. I'm, you know, my real name's not America. It's Amerigo, you know, like Amerigo Vespucci. What does that mean? What does that mean? Hey, also, did you notice no one calls her Amerigo for the rest of the game after that? Yeah. (laughs) There, it's not foreshadowed at all. It never, it never comes up again. There's no reason for it. Well, but like the reason for it is that it's really hammering, hammering home. Like Amelie is a stand-in for America, and like what she says in that scene is, yeah. "I have the power to destroy the world, but I don't want to do that. I just want to make everything one and bring us all together." And like, buddy, you used to be good at this. What happened? And again, like they're. There could be, like, a good way to do that, because a lot of America's 
self-identity is based on the idea of like, oh, we're the peacekeepers. We just want to, you know, help people out and bring democracy to the world and be good right, to yeah. our allies and protect people. Never mind that we drone strike brown people all the time and uh, do have a nuclear arsenal that could destroy the entire planet multiple times over. <laughs> we're the good guys. Yeah. Uh, and like our, our self-identity, like it is is so ingrained in us being righteous that we desperately try to like portray our uh like what we do is like okay there is a justified reason for this why we are still the good guys for doing this and why this yeah. was necessary to keep peace and amelie's uh, character almost has that and like the scene yeah. you were talking about like briefly grazes across that idea but it just never goes there like it instead just sort of broaches the idea and then goes off into nonsense land right yeah extinction entity yeah so yeah so amelie is an extinction entity which means she was born with like visions of all the extinction events on Earth and has like future visions of future extinction entities or future extinctions. And like she's going to have the power to bring about the extinction of the human race. And I guess there's some force like driving her to do it. But uh, that's it's never made clear. No. Yeah. She just says, I have to do it, but does not explain like what is causing her to do this besides I'm just bad. Yep. Guess yeah. I'm just bad. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't no, understand. I, there's not really an explanation of how... There's a very little explanation of how she came to be, why she has the power she has, why she feels compelled to do this. Uh, you know... Well, because in theory, she was like a normal girl. Yeah. Like, she, right. she was born and then had visions and then her, her ha and her ka. Oh, God. <laughs> her body and her soul separated. Right, they were separated. Her her soul stays on her beach, which is like a, a halfway point between the land of the living and the land of the dead. It's Everybody... basically purgatory. Okay, okay. Here's what I'm gonna say. What's a right beach? Now. Yeah. What's a beach? Can any of you yeah. explain to me what beaches are and how they work in full detail that accounts for everything that happens in this story? Uh, no. So. I can give it a friggin' college. You try. can give it a shot. I'd love to hear you try. <laughs> okay, so beaches are like this space in between uh, death and the real world. Okay, uh, quote unquote real world, where not only does time flow differently, but space also works differently because it's fragile's whole thing implies you can use it to travel long distances very quickly right it's the underworld in minecraft okay all right but everybody yeah. has their own beach there's not just one beach so yeah yeah everyone has their own beach but some people's beaches can be connected to other people's beaches based on how strong of a connection they have with each other Right. Also, Amelie can connect all beaches together because she's the extinction entity, so I I believe she implies she has access to all of them. I think they also imply that like connecting up the chiral network is part of what allows her to do that. 
Oh, yes. oh, right, yeah, because she did. She does mention that thanks to Sam, she's now able to connect all the beaches together and prime the mega nuke that will like, right. destroy all life. Uh, why uh, does each person have their own beach? I don't know. That that, that makes it. Yeah, that's the, the really confusing the, part. Yeah, yeah, that's the weird thing because like fragile uses it to to travel between places. But also, does that imply that each person has their own instance of a beach that also spans the entire world? Which I and the thing is, they say that it is it's what makes a multiverse. Which I guess I yeah. kind of because Higgs like, can also some... teleport. So does he have his own beach that he slips slips in between? They don't ever explain why he can do what he can do besides Emily well, that... did it. They imply that, like, when you have a like a high level of dooms, that lets you do the teleporting. And yeah, then, like, so I guess yeah, yeah, because fragile, like, one of the first things she says is she has a high level of dooms, right? And she could do some of that shit. Like, she's a she's a level five, whatever that means. And I think they said Higgs was like a level seven or something. Yeah, I think yeah. Norman Reedus is a two. Two. Yeah. He's a, yeah. He's, he's a, a fucking level. two. All right. Yeah. But no, it can't be that everyone has a beach that connects them to the whole world, even though that's what Fragile's jumping implies, because they imply that it's only because they connected the chiral network that at the end of, like, chapter 10 or whatever, Sam and Amelie can run back to the East Coast through the beach like Mario and Princess Beach. Like Mario and Princess Beach? Uh. She's like, oh yeah, now that the network's connected, we just have to run this way. The beach, it doesn't make, I, I, there is no, no well, explanation I gave it a shot. that would ever satisfy. <laughs> they, and like, they, this is, this is not Dustin's fault. No. There's just no explanation that would ever satisfy all of the things that a beach can apparently do. They spend so much time explaining how beaches work and none of the three of us understand how beaches work. Because no, it's they incoherent. don't explain how beaches work. They just say everyone has a beach, and it's the border between the land of the living and the yeah. land of the dead. And they just say that forty times in sequence, yeah. and then they move on to the next thing as if they've said anything. Right. That's kind of how a lot of the exposition in the game works, really. We, we've we've talked people around. say a basic thing over and over. Yeah. Yeah. It. Oh, I was ready to throw my controller at the wall when I got to, uh, like. A part late in the game after I have dealt with Mads Mikkelsen like multiple times oh, and yeah. like Deadman and uh, Sam are talking to us. I think that guy might be BB's dad. <laughs> what You think? Oh my fuck it. You think so? You really? think so? <laughs> you think the guy who's been saying give me back my BB the entire game might be you he might be his dad? <laughs> it is insulting how stupid everyone in this game is. Yeah. It is disgusting. Yeah. Oh, God. You know what's also insulting? Huh. How how every female character in this game is used. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. listen, I so came like, to the party because I knew it was gonna be like this. Yeah. Right. Like it the thing is is that it's not as outright obvious as it is in metal gear solid 5 and also like no four where like the the women are just put in like skimpy or skin tight clothing that you're obviously supposed to ogle them the the right. way they're used in this game is a little more subtle and insidious in that right none of them ever really get to do anything cool and they're everybody's arc in that game uh is based upon 
like every woman's arc in that game is based upon their victimization. That is their major yeah. character moment. Uh, right. Fragile's major thing is that she was forced to run through Timefall nearly naked by Higgs uh, yep. j- to save people from like a hydrogen bomb. Uh, Mama and uh, Lockney, uh, their whole thing is that. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, Explain to me what their whole thing is. Oh, geez. Let me. <laughs> you really watch yourself into a corner on this one, let's, huh? <laughs> let's 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 stop. Let's talk about Mama's whole situation. Yeah. Let's. Or uh, okay. What I will say. Let's up through the up through chapter four. I was vibing with the story of this game. I was enjoying it. I, I had would, my, I had mostly balls. agree with you. I, I yeah. I wasn't perfect by any means, but I liked the story. And then episode five happened. Yeah. Okay. So episode five is where you make a delivery to a mountain city. Yeah. Uh, and you meet someone who looks exactly like a character you had been talking to whose name is Mama. Uh-huh. Um, and she's like, hey, fuck off. I don't like any of you guys. Like, the, we don't want the UCA here. All you guys do is fuck shit up. Um, and it's like, okay, well, valid. Uh, and they're like, well, try and find a way to change your mind. It's like, well, okay, if you say so. Uh, and then you, um, here's the thing. Did you guys check your email and then they said, go talk to mama? Yes. Uh, I didn't. I kind of assumed I needed to go talk to mama because it's like, well, this person looks exactly like Because mama. she looks exactly like her. Uh, yeah, and because, then I didn't. Because, because Sam like, says. I'm like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. I got zip lines to build, whatever. And then eventually mama yeah, called I... me on the codec and said, hey, come talk to me, idiot. Yeah, she calls you and she goes, hey, stupid, pick me up. <laughs> so I ordered an Uber and... an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only driver in the entire nation. Come on. Um, Anyway, so um, upon meeting her for the first time, when you meet her in person for the first time, I guess this is before the mountain thing. Like she explains that she was in an accident uh, where she was uh, scheduled for a C-section at the hospital um, where uh, there was a terrorist attack and a void. Was there a void out or was it just a terrorist attack? I, I think don't it was a terrorist. I, I think is it's it a both? terrorist attack that Fragile like saved everyone from, but like the bomb. Oh, got, okay. Like, it was the nuke. It's the still town. yes. Okay, yes. So a bridge fell on top of the hospital, which is weird, but it happened. And then, um, so the, the she was trapped in the rubble, and like. She was kept alive by the ghost of her baby still stuck to her via ghost umbilical cord. Except they don't tell you that's why she's alive. <laughs> they just tell you, oh yeah, I they, survived. Well, and they found yeah, me I, because I the ghost baby was crying. I survived by drinking time fall rain. They, I feel like they imply it's also because of the baby. But... Oh, they, they eventually out and out say it's because of the baby. Oh, okay. Like yeah, later okay. on, but during her opening exposition when you see her trapped into the rebel, what she says is that like... She was trapped into the rubble. Her baby was stillborn. Uh, she was too weak because she just gave birth and also got crushed that she couldn't yell out for help. But the BT yeah. baby was able to cry for her, and they heard the BT crying, and that's how they found her to rescue her. Yeah. Except for the part where she starts yelling. But whatever. Not yeah. That, that, I should note that that whole scene like is almost entirely centered on like just her terrified face screaming for the entire time. Uh-huh. It's not it's comfortable. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. It's uh, bad. And again, really ties into the idea that like 
basically every woman in this game, like, it's almost like their victimization is fetishized. Well, and yeah, because here's the thing. Most of the men also get victimized, but, like, for instance, like, Die Hard Man apparently went through some real bad shit. They don't show you that stuff. Yeah, no, he's presented as, like, a stoic, uh... Not a badass, but like a, a stoic uh, intelligentsia. Like he doesn't. Yeah. They at no point does the game try to make him look like he has been broken. Um, Die hard, but, man. Well, they kind of uh, a little bit near the end when he breaks into tears, yeah. but in a different when way. He, the, yeah. Let's get to that. Matt Mickelson gets to, say to be a badass. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or but like or like Dead Man. His story is very dumb but it's it's fucked up he got like as a test tube baby he had a bunch of corpse parts shoved into him that's fucked but they don't show it to you they just tell you about it yeah, and also, Obama, yeah like, they have to show you the trauma they go through yeah and also he well, doesn't also because seem too peeved kojima, about it anymore really yeah yeah no he's pretty okay with it um kojima just really wanted to show you naked fragile yeah or mostly naked fragile yeah that's that was the that was the point of that scene no you're not wrong is higgs was being horny why is why is Higgs so horny? I don't what know. is? I don't know why he licks people. I don't know why he licks people. I he, thought back back early on I, when the fragile cutscene happens, and I thought there was maybe a chance this was a good game. Um, yeah, <laughs> my read on it was well, okay, this game's all about the internet, and I've played MGS two, so I know this is a, a writing team capable of saying interesting things about the internet. I thought the idea was that Higgs was going to be like an incel kind of guy. Like, just an internet fuckboy. And, like, that was... Because in that scene, he, like, takes his mask and he's like, oh, I don't even like my own face, but I like yours, lick, lick, lick. Does he he show his face during that cutscene? I cannot remember if his face is actually... Yeah, he does. You don't see the head tattoos, but you do see... Okay, (laughs) yeah. You don't see that he's got the Jared Leto Joker tattoo. Yeah, but it's math because he's a nerd. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, like, Higgs... Like, to me, like, okay, Higgs is obviously, like... When you were out partying, I was studying the blade. He's that guy. <laughs> yeah, when you were out he's not partying, really. I My was studying Higgs, particle like physics. Like the particle. <laughs> the particle that permeates all existence. Hey, he says that like three times and it means nothing. It yeah. means nothing. He doesn't do anything. And he doesn't like... He can... I guess he controls like the BTs and stuff sometimes, but he... he his name doesn't mean anything. Yeah, but no. before, before I complain more about Higgs, because boy, do I want to complain about Higgs. Uh, uh, yeah, Luke, yeah. continue with your thought about Fragile's cutscene. Oh, no, I mean, that was it, basically. Just okay. I thought the idea was that, like, that's what it's setting up, that it's going to show some of the dark sides of the internet, and, like, that's what Higgs is going to represent. Like, he's going to be a fucking, like, Channer Anonymous guy. Oh, yeah. sure. Oh, we we were going to, we should finish up what we were talking about with Mama. With Mama, Probably. yeah. We, we got way off course. Yeah. So... You go do the thing. Mama says, come pick me up. So you do. And you go grab her. Um, and you have a fight with, like, Higgs summons a BT. You have to fight the big BT. One of oh, the only two BT models in this game. Yeah. Uh, oh, big yeah. dog and squid whale. Yeah. The the big dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if Higgs um, wore a big dog t-shirt, that would go a long way to making me like his character more. <laughs> oh, man. That would be good. Um... <laughs> So you um you haul uh this woman across the like basically it's a really long way yeah. when you like look at it on the yeah. like connections map. I They're did about not as like far it. apart from each other as they can be. Yeah. So you you get her all the way there um and then she shows up 
And when you, oh no no, I'm sorry, we missed the part where she makes you cut her baby off of her. Yeah, right. Because she upgraded your, your cufflinks so that they have a, a baby cutting knife. Yeah, your cufflink can kill ghosts now by cutting their umbilical cords. Hang on, right. I have a. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> they're arre- they're arresting you for podcast crimes. For podcast? No, this is no. I will not be thrown in court for this. <laughs> will not go to jail for this podcast. Okay. No jury. Uh, would so yeah. You. No jury would convict me. Mama says, hey, Sam, come back here. I have a knife that can cut umbilical cords. I need you to test it on me. Yeah. Uh, and then you cut her baby away from her, and she goes, I'm very sad, and I'm going to die now. I'm going to get in this body bag for you. Yeah, she please, basically just please does deliver the guess me. I'll just die meme. Yeah, I guess I'll just fucking die now. Okay, maybe Because the I baby is apparently her soul? Maybe I just wasn't paying close enough attention. When she dies later, it completely... I was like, wait, why the fuck did she die? What happened? Yeah, no, you, no I she, was the same No, way. she died because she went on a road trip. Yeah. Yeah, I, I felt the same way. Like, when I got her there, and then, you know, you deliver her, and then she dies there, I'm like, wait, what? Excuse me? Yeah. Did, yeah. So, I just did well, all that bullshit to watch you die. <laughs> right. You, and you she has this conversation. Bag and, yeah, continue, Molly. She has this conversation with you. Where she's like, hey, do you remember how, like, your birth and all that? And it's like, okay, this is a really weird conversation we're having. And she explains that she and Lockney were conjoined twins. Uh-huh. Uh, and, like, and they had to be surgically separated. But even though they were, like, physically separated, emotionally, they could think what the other was thinking. And right. feel what the other was feeling. Because they have which the is same like, beach, so their yeah. thoughts can be transmitted. Yeah, because the same beach. Which, like... Sure, whatever. I can like I can like buy into this as a thing that like would happen with conjoined twins in this weird game. Why not? Yeah. Uh and then you deliver her to Mount Not City and her sister comes out and goes, "Wow, I didn't know that you had cut off contact with me because you had uh like your baby was stillborn." I oh, cuz we didn't that explain out. the deal with the baby. <laughs> What's the Well, yeah. I mean the baby it Oh my god. Well, <laughs> Okay, so this part is so complex that I'll let you explain it because I'm not sure I'd get it right. Oh yeah, sure. L- Here's Lockney really wanted to have a baby, uh, and but she wanted to have a baby doesn't... with her dead husband. Right. Uh, Lockney really wanted to have a baby, but her uterus doesn't work. Uh, Mama never really wanted to have kids. She was fine with the fact that she's also uh, incapable because she doesn't produce eggs. Uh, and then Lockney's husband died. And Mama but explained... thank God, they had him jerk off into a cup first. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mama explains that, like, because of their psychic link, she could tell that Lockney was suicidal with grief over her husband. So she said, hey, you know what fixes that? Having a baby. So they took yeah. a frozen sperm sample from her dead husband, and they took one of Lockney's eggs, and they impregnated Mama with it so that she could bring Lockney's baby to term for her. And then the whole, like, hospital bombing happened, and the baby, you know, died during birth. Uh, And because Mm -hmm. of, like, the rules of how BTs work, it can't leave the place where it died ever. Which meant that, like, Mama couldn't leave either, because she was, like, taking care of this ghost baby. Uh, Because it was still connected to her. Right, and the moment this all happened, the the psychic... nursing on a nipple, even though it's a ghost. Uh, Why, Kojima, fucking... Why does she... There's a whole scene where, like, she holds the baby up to her chest and says, like, it can't actually drink my milk, but doing this uh, helps relieve the soreness, and my body won't stop producing milk because... Yeah, like... <sighs> Fuck off. Jima, do you, do you have a lactation thing you want to tell us about? Yes, he does, and he did tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, what do you mean, do you want to tell us? He told you. Yeah, it's I right guess, there. I guess that's true. 
You know, I wonder if Kojima's out there kicking himself for the fact that he didn't choose, he didn't make a female main character because then, uh, Lack, in addition more to like the poop and pee and shower water, you could be collecting her breast milk to throw oh. at the BTs. Oh no. I mean, well, that's just sick of the <laughs> Oh god, what if that was a thing that was like, because there's all this, like, pregnancy stuff in this game. What if it was like, oh Sam, you need to take these hormones that will make you lactate but that's okay we need your milk to fight the bts with there has been a an undercurrent of uh mpreg fetish stuff in death stranding from the very first announcement trailer and he's a fucking coward for not following through on it <laughs> yeah i mean they, should, yeah. like one of the first things you see of norman reedus is like the x-shaped scar over his chest right. it's like uh-huh. oh, we do over, over his tummy we're like yeah and no, the reason is actually way dumber. That he got shot as a baby. Anyway. <laughs> he got baby there's... murdered. So, yeah. so you you yeah. get Mama up to Mountain Knot City after having learned all of this bullshit. She keeps talking to Lockney and saying, our child, as if that's not weird. Right. Um, and then she dies as soon as you deliver her to Lockney, but... Don't worry, dear viewer. She has fused with Lockney, actually, yeah. and now they are one being. And to, and to communicate the that ha visually, the and the ha have joined. Communicate that visually. Lockney now has heterochromia. She yeah. has a blue eye and a yellow eye. Yeah. Oh. Um. Uh, uh, that's just. Mm-hmm. And then Lockney it, proceeds to do not much at all. No, it was. It was just the point where I was like. Alright, I guess I'm done caring about this story if it's gonna be this dumb. And then Sam says, Mama, is that you in there? And she's like, yes. And then he goes, wait, Lockney. And she goes, yes. And then he goes, what? And then she goes, we're the same person now, Sam. And he goes, I don't get it. Sam, yeah. my dude. I don't I don't understand. Dumbest man, boy like, alive. Just chill, man. Like, I don't... I mean, like, I guess I can't blame him too much for not understanding that two people just fused in front of him. Yeah, but... I mean... I can't. I guess I can't blame him that much for that, but I feel like given the events of the game, maybe he should have got it. Yeah, it's just so know. it's it's out of nowhere. It's with characters they haven't developed properly. It's not foreshadowed in until about a minute before it happens, and it's it's so like outlandish and not. It doesn't follow from any of the rules of like the magic in this setting. Yeah, there's there's like no like clear, clearly this is a if not even science fiction, but like you said, like magical because right. like, there's weird ghost shit going on. Right. Like, and nothing like this happens anywhere else in the game. Hey, yeah. like, Hey, here's a version of it. That would make more sense. What if fucking mama dies for reasons that uh, sure. You could justify that better. You need to like foreshadow it better, but sure. And then have it be, she has the same role as like the BT baby did. We're like, Oh, because I cared for that baby so long. I can, like, manifest in this world as a BT, but, like, maintain my sense of self, and, like, I'm just hanging out as a ghost next to Lockney. Yeah. Who that was would the make weird... sense. <laughs> who was the weird ghost lady who picked up her baby when she cut it away? I uh, don't I just, know. I, I, the only interpretation I have of that is that, like, it was just a ghost lady who was, yeah. like... Yeah, oh, no, oh, oh, no, 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 no. just drawn to each other, maybe? No, 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 it was Mama. Because Mama also died in that moment. That was supposed to be the foreshadowing that Mama oh, died. Oh, okay. right, because her... Right, 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 right. Because right. that was her ha. But they don't or was explain that, her that at all, I so it just seems like there's a random ghost lady the there. Okay, so that was her ka. 
Yeah, that was clear, her the ghosts are like silhouettes, so you can't tell that it's Mama. Yeah, no. yeah, but they just had like that is the only ghost I think that has color. Is yeah. that one when they when when the ghosts pick up the baby? Anyway, Mama's anyway. whole deal doesn't make any fucking sense. Nobody's no. deal makes any fucking yeah. sense. And like you said, it, it just feels that so like pointless. these were. Yeah, yeah. There's no point to it, and then like Lockney goes back to being like a useless character. Like yeah. there's there's nothing for her after that. Yep. She just has this moment where we went over all the torture they did, and uh, it's okay. They fuse now. Like oh, oh okay, all right. Yeah. Sure. It's it's baffling and bad. Uh, and then you get like more of Cliff Unger. Should we talk about Cliff? Yeah, about Cliff. The, the most interesting character in this game, at least for but, me. But, like, by default. Like, he doesn't have yeah. stiff competition. Yeah, it's not even because he's particularly interesting. Yeah, it's no. just because he's... It's because he's the only character in this game who got a story. Yeah. yeah. And also, like, the only one that I kind of have much empathy for. Like, well, I... It, yeah. It's, it's that his, he's got a full story arc, and it's that Mads Mikkelsen is a good actor and, like, sells the emotion of the sad scenes in his story. Yeah, and just be, he's like a bystander in all of this, basically. Yeah. So Cliff, back, you know, in the early days of the Death Stranding, his he was like a soldier. Uh, he was Die Hardman's commanding officer. I love Die that Hard- Die Hardman's real name is just John. Yeah. <laughs> it's John, get it? It's John. Because he's the Die Hard Man. Oh, God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> He's the diehard man, John McClane. His name oh, is John McClane, isn't motherfucker. it? Motherfucker. His yeah, he's the diehard man. I did I'm not. So stupid. Uh, <laughs> and, and I and, and I thought Luke's Uncle Sam thing was like the one. That oh yeah, would... Sam Porter Bridges is named Sam because Uncle Sam. That's definitely Yippee true. Kaye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I realized that earlier, and I was like, I hate this fucking game, man. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So he was Die Hardman's commanding officer. Uh, if I liked the game more, I might be charmed by that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and but like he's you know I don't know if he's retired, but he's like you know not an active soldier these days. His wife has fallen into a coma uh, and given birth to BB, uh, aka Sam Bridges. Uh, who is, you know, the one of the first bridge babies uh, ever. He's just in a pod in the hospital next to his brain-dead mother. And you get the sense that, like, for months, Cliff is just coming to the hospital every day to spend time with his comatose wife and his uh, bottle baby. And, like, that alone is, like, I've had to do that with family members. Like, yeah, I, you're selling me on the emotion of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but eventually he learns that, you know... President Bridget Strand has actually been lying to him. By the way, she wears a death mask at all times, so maybe he should have thought about that. Why does she wear that? Great question. I don't know. It doesn't seem to serve any purpose. They don't explain it at all. She just wears this mask. And unlike Higgs' weird gold chiral mask, it doesn't seem to have any actual powers associated with yeah. it. I think the idea is supposed to be that no one knows that she's the president and she's hiding her identity. How how could that be possible? That doesn't make any I fucking mean, sense. I mean, I'm not saying it's smart. It's Death Stranding. But I think that's what it's yeah. supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. guess that is the only explanation. Yeah. Um, but so he eventually learns that she's been jerking him around uh, because Die Hardman tells him. Uh, because Die Hardman, uh, you know, 
was saved on the battlefield countless times by Cliff. You know, he felt like a damn action hero, but really it was Cliff saving him all the time. Mm-hmm. <sighs> uh, and so Cliff sort of hatches a scheme with Die Hardman to steal BB and get out of the hospital. But uh, it goes wrong. Cliff gets shot by the president who, like, is commanding Die Hardman to shoot him. And then when he won't, like, she grabs, like, his hand to make him pull the trigger. Yeah, as yeah. well as a bunch of Bridges mercenaries. Yeah, and, like, you get a very, near the end of the game, you get a very, like, affecting scene of Cliff, like, dying and, like, talking to BB. And it, it suffers a lot because it happens after hours and hours of bullshit that is impossible yeah. to enjoy. It's yeah, literally the last cutscene after all of your goodwill has yeah. been worn away. But, like, take it on its own, it's a good scene. Yeah, uh, on, on its yeah. own. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's and good. because of how he died, he's filled with so much like rage and pain and loss that he won't fully pass on to the other side, and he just stalks the beaches of every American war. Uh, and if you get too close to like a chiral storm that's being created by the internet that they're making, uh, you'll get swept up into it and uh, I guess killed. Uh, in his, like, endless lust, or not lust, uh, just hunger for, like, his baby to be returned to him. Such a lust for revenge? <laughs> oh, man. I miss Metal Gear Solid 5. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 5 is not, like, an impeccable story, but it's so much better than Death Stranding. Die hard, man. Die hard, man. Die hard, man. Um, and, and that's basically the yeah. deal. Cliff's, yeah, Cliff Steele is, he's a sad dad. Yeah, also... But he's a very sad dad, but it's, I cared. Also, well, he's a mad dad. Yeah. Also, yeah, also you're his he's son, but that never really matters. Also, you're a son. That's yeah, the, like, Cliff, that's the weird Cliff kind thing of figures it twist. out the last time you confront him, after you beat him, he kind of puts it together and gives you a hug, and then Sam puts it together at the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah, like, he, he says, like, you are my bridge to the future, but he's also, like, looking at the baby in... The pod. Well, right, because that was As what Sam this... looked like when he knew him. Right. So, like, he's, well, yeah, he's... no, 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 totally. Yeah. But it, like, also implies that the baby that Sam is holding is the, is the, like, not, it, that it isn't Sam. Right, right, right. Th- that's because what happens. The, the baby and then after that is when Sam's like, I think that Lou. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, <clears throat> I just wish that twist mattered at all. Yeah, like it's it's neat and all, but it's it just has... a twist for the sake of having a twist. Yeah, like it, it it like if you play the game again, knowing that twist, it doesn't add anything to it other than the fact that oh, you know that your BB that you're holding is not actually his BB, but it doesn't bring any additional meaning to anything. Like what I'll say is I I it. Hmm. It would in a better version of this game, and I don't yes, mean like you're correct. <laughs> but but no, but I don't mean like they would have to change that subplot. I mean in the sense that like a running current in this game, and it comes up in the gameplay more than in the story, is that Sam is like treated as a tool, like he's just a body that Bridges needs to do oh. their work, and, right? And like, the BBs are explicitly treated as equipment. Very much so, yeah. Um, but it's like, Sam is just, like, a workhorse. And you know what? We're gonna, like... Th- no one ever asks him if they can take his blood while he sleeps. They're just like, oh, your blood's really No, useful. they just kind of do it. 
And yeah. then, like, the next time you sleep, you wake up to, like, a blood bag being taken away from you. Yeah, like, hey, we took half a liter of your blood. I hope that's cool. Yeah, and so it, the idea of, like, and again, if you're It's fine, this... it's mostly monster energy drink at this point. <laughs> if you're making, yeah, he's not allowed to drink water. He's only allowed to drink monster energy because his canteen turns water into monster. But, like, so if you had this oh, whole... Oh, what a hell world. <laughs> if you had this whole running thing where Sam is just, like... Uh, forcibly divorced from his own like humanity and dignity by Bridges, the organization run by his uh, adoptive mother, and then you end the game on this moment where he realizes who his dad is and like through ghost magic gets to have like this one like actual moment of real parental love. That'd be a good note to end the game on. But the pro, unfortunately, Emily slash Bridget is the worst part of this game. Uh, and it, I, I, I think she is such a bad character her, that huh? she drags everything else down. Like, she's not the only problem with this game, but if you fix her, you bring this game up from, like, a 2 out of 10 to a 7 out of 10 at least. Um, Yeah, we should probably talk about Amelie now, because as I said in your Twitch stream, she's definitely the biggest anchor around this game's neck. <sighs> so, uh, Amelie is your sister and also your quote-unquote mother molly i hate that you just tweeted the animal wars <laughs> why do you have to do okay. this to me all right i i think i can take this one y'all i think i got this molly right, had go. mama i think i've got amelie go for it so, so amelie was born uh with you know again she is an extinction entity which means she has some kind of ghost umbilical cord uh, that connects her to the land of the dead and gives her visions of all of the past uh, extinction events on Earth, like the dinosaurs dying out or the, you know, hominids or whatever. Um, and she's just haunted by these dreams. And then she starts having future visions of the human race being wiped out. And then when she turns 20, she has some kind of catastrophic illness that separates her ha from her ka, her body from her soul. Uh, her body stays on Earth, but her soul goes to the beach, which we've tried to explain as good as we can. Yeah, we, we did and our best. From the beach, she understands that She's her job is... She's literally just vibing. <laughs> She's literally just vibing on the beach. Uh, she is supposed to, like... Somehow, her being there is going to bring about the end of the world, but all she needs to do is just stay there and, like, watch over it. And... She says that, well, she thought maybe it'd be better if she just got it over with, because everyone's going to die in a hundred thousand years. Why not die today instead? <laughs> Multiple characters I, have that logic, and it's so I feel like dumb. Why not we, just die? <laughs> I feel like we are doing this too early because we haven't explained Higgs. All right, we want to back out of Amelie and talk about Higgs? Okay, so I'll... I think we have to back out of Amelie to talk about Higgs before... Because, like, Amelie has to be, like, the last thing, right? That's fair, yeah. that's fair. Higgs is yeah. not going to take I'll... long to get through. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take Higgs, It's I not, guess. but I have beef. I oh, have yeah. Sure, we ought to talk about it. I have some serious beef about Higgs. So Higgs is introduced as the leader of the terrorists uh, who deliberately um, detonate nukes, cause void Please outs. say their names. Please say the name of the terrorist group. Homo demons. Thank you. <laughs> and to be clear, it's not demons like Sorry, devils. Sorry, demons. Well, no, you pronounce no, it right. No, they say demons. 
Yeah, you pronounce it right. It's just I want to be clear. It's demons as in dementia. Yeah, oh, because they're demented I, humans. I forgot about that part. Right, because apparently it's uh, a real word. Heartman, yeah. another character I guess we need to talk about is uh his whole he's got a weird thing about categorizing people as different species based on their behavior. <laughs> which yeah. you get, yeah, okay. you get like an email from him and it's like, dude, chill. Yeah. Uh, because the mules, the people who are addicted to package delivery, are homo gestalt. <laughs> the, and, the black, uh, yeah. They're the Black Mirror episode of this game. Uh, and then the terrorists are homo demons. And then Sam, he's the greatest kind of homo of all. He's a homo <laughs> ludens. <laughs> because he... And ludens, of course, means play. He's a human that plays. And really, isn't gaming what's going to save us all? Yeah, and then through some self-aggrandizing bullshit, Hideo Kojima ties that into like his studio as well. Isn't his isn't his mascot called Luden? Yes, his his mascot is called Homo Ludens. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He had a whole like the the stuff in this game all about like Homo Ludens, like those who play truly the greatest humans. He put out like a whole fucking manifesto about Homo Ludens when he showed off that logo for the first time. Yeah, Great. it was the most self-aggrandizing thing I've ever seen. Like, well, oh, not just ga- the most. The, what, what's going to save the world? I don't know, gaming. <laughs> Gamers rise up. Uh, <sighs> anyway, so yeah, Higgs leads the uh, homo uh, demons, and uh, his whole thing is like, fuck it, let's just end humanity. Um, because why bother struggling against a fate that is inevitable? Um, and he is... Uh, the best way to describe Higgs' personality, I found, is he is basically Jared Leto Joker yep. fused with, uh, just pick a random um, Johnny Depp character. <laughs> and that is Higgs. He's, just pick a he's Johnny Jared Depp Leto character Joker from a hat. combined with Char- Johnny Depp Willy Wonka. God. Uh, and... He basically, he shows up every so often, um, usually before you have to fight a boss battle or something, yeah. to teleport... And by boss battle, you mean another one of the normal enemies you fought a million of, but they have a gold mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like a big, just a big boy that you have to throw grenades at. Um, yeah. And he, for most of the game, his whole thing is just to taunt you and say oh you can't touch me you're gonna says, lose i have your weird sister yeah i've got emily i'm gonna do something with emily who knows what uh but you're gonna lose i'm not actually gonna bother killing you myself even though i seem to have godlike powers i'm just gonna taunt you every time i show up uh and then you find out from fragile that he's also a weird murder perv uh, and that he lick, likes to lick people. Uh, he's also got that weird uh, tattoo on his head. Um, yeah. And, like, yeah, he just seems to... It's weird because he loves murder, but also seems to just, like, making people <laughs> suffer and leaving them alive if it suits him. There's no he's explanation just, as he's to why just he Skeletor. He he's does. just in, uh He's just Skeletor. He just does evil for evil's sake. Yeah. He is That's kind his of entire Skeletor. character. He is, in theory, corrupted by Amelie. Yes. But you don't find that <clears throat> out until very late in the game. Yeah, the yeah. very late part. Um, well, I, there is the part where he literally says he's a boss fight. 
Yeah, yeah. Near yeah. at near the very end of the game, like the final couple boss fights, first with um uh the the big BT uh who you first saw at the very beginning of the game where a void out happens. That's a, a story thing. Yeah. Um, like he shows up to talk about, uh, you know, boss battles and ma- makes a bunch of meta references to doing gaming and things like that and taunts you right. again with boss battle and game references during the fight. And is even more explicit during your own boss fight against him. He uses so many game and references. I okay, because this is context that Molly doesn't have, so we should explain. I I was told that he redoes the thing. Well, okay, he does redo a thing. We'll get to that. But like, (laughs) Metal Gear Solid Two has a lot of things to say about video games. Like, yeah, the whole idea not kind. (laughs) No, mostly not kind. The whole idea of Metal Gear Solid Two is that Raiden's deal is that instead of being trained on a battlefield, he was trained in virtual reality simulations based on Solid Snake. And, like, kind of, it's never said out loud, but the idea is Raiden is somebody that has played Metal Gear Solid 1, and now he's going into this new adventure. Like, he, you know, as a player stand-in thing. But he has this whole, like, thing where because he spent so much time in VR, he, like, can't differentiate the real world from, like, fake things. And, like, his mind is like fucked with in that way and like it just starts to turn into like when the game starts to go off script like when the story starts to go off script and like this isn't happening the way it should events are taking place that i don't have any context for i can't make sense of like the evil robots that are giving him orders are just like don't worry about it it's just a video game just keep playing the video game you just need to win the video game riding and like it's it's very it's not subtle, but it's well done and it has a point. As opposed to this, where he just keeps yelling about continues and extra lives and game overs for no yeah. discernible reason. Yeah, it it's just made to make him seem like you know cr- just demented and crazy and goofy. Yeah, uh, like everything about him is just sick and twisted. For no real point. Like, he doesn't have motivations. He doesn't have a character. He's just a... He's just an obstacle on a stick. I guess I just don't... Like, similar... I guess I just never got, like, the idea that it's because he's, like, twisted or anything. Uh I just thought he was kind of a weirdo. Like, sure. And not even in, like, a way where, like, his brain was fucked up. I was just like, you're just kind of weird, huh? No, I don't think his brain is fucked up. I just think it's very much like, you know, he's... If, if there was a long staircase in this game, Higgs would dance down it, you know? Yeah. 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 That's that's uh, fair. That, that's, what, that's what I mean when I compare him to the Joker. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, Higgs, Higgs sucks. And, like, uh, yeah, and, and uh, as you were referencing molly like they're he they do do the thing well like in your final boss battle against higgs they just directly reference the battle between the final fight between snake and big boss where it briefly snake and ocelot you mean snake and ocelot why did i say big boss yeah uh my brain has been destroyed um that's fair brief it references the battle between snake and ocelot at the end of metal gear solid 4 when it basically becomes like a simple fighting game where yeah. like they they just start punching each other like really uh really brutally 
But yeah, right. There's no like there's no character work done that earns that. At no point has it felt like Sam and Higgs were like these mortal enemies who struggled so much like together and and were constantly at each other's throats and were finally having resolution. Just just Higgs showed up every so often to teleport in, taunt you and then teleport out. And now suddenly even though he was the, the god of, you know, hot shit every time you've met him before, now he just can't do anything and is easily punked on by a strand of rope and like you're I'm just throwing bending. boxes at him. Yeah, like, like you're throwing I, boxes at him, tying him up, and then stomping on him. Like it's so goofy. I never, you guys, I never used the rope on him. I no. tried to sneak up on him once and it didn't work, and I was like, well, I guess I can't do that. Oh, you don't and have then, to sneak up on him to use the rope. You can just run yeah, straight at him. Yeah, in, yeah. In, I didn't in the get second that. phase. You can just parry him. So what I so what I ended up doing is I picked up the the suitcases and I just flung them at him yeah. until yeah. he died. Yeah, I mean that's also good. Like I saw you actually going up to like melee him with them, Luke, and I yeah. was like, "Oh, you could you could just hit him from like thirty yards. It's fine." Yeah, that that idea didn't occur to me. Um, yeah, like the the bit that fight in Metal Gear Solid Four is one of the coolest things in Metal Gear because it's built up to and like I care about those characters and it's just like, oh, it's so good. And then this is just doing the same thing on like a very shallow aesthetic level with none of the stuff underneath of it that makes it matter. It is I don't know, we're doing this now, why not? It was very weird. I didn't understand what was happening. Yeah, yeah. and and his powers just seem to be completely arbitrary. Yeah. Like even more so than a lot of things in this game, Higgs's powers were totally arbitrary. Yeah. Uh and is it just be or was it implied that Cliff gave him his powers or did I read that wrong? I think they I thought thi- it was Amelie. Well, no, so early on they think maybe Cliff was the mastermind behind it, and then they find out that actually it was Amelie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is that ever explained why Amelie gave him those powers? Uh, ooh. Uh, to, like, why would Amelie want him to directly interfere with I th- Sam's mission to make the chiral network when the whole point behind her doing the extinction event was that she needed the chiral network to connect all the beaches. I think maybe to make it look like uh, she needed that done and still make her look like a big victim, I guess. Like, because without Higgs, she isn't captured and on the beach and, like, on the other side of America right. for Sam to go. Yeah, remember, Sam thing. is Mario and she's Princess Beach. Oh, she needs a Bowser. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, And, like, also, he was, like, causing void outs and shit and, like, killing people. Um, just like willy nilly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so like even before, uh, Sam starts doing the thing, he's just murdering people. Yeah. True. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's not like deep, but no. it's yeah. it's there. Uh, yeah. It's it's bad. Uh, did either of you read Higgs's diary? I read. No. I read the first four entries I unlocked. Then when I unlocked more, I was like, I don't actually care about Higgs because there's nothing there. I unlocked all of them, and then, yeah, I opened the first one and started to read it, and my eyes glazed over and was like, I don't care about this. They had an opportunity to characterize this man and make me interested in him, and they blew it. I'm not going to yeah. read this post-hoc attempt to justify him as a character. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't really even offer that that much of a different perspective on his character. Like, I think one of them talks about how he had a shitty dad. 
But like, great. That doesn't really explain why he became the psycho murderer. Uh, uh, every time like, there's a villain who says like, "I had a shitty dad," it's like, yeah, you're not special. Yeah, we all had a bad dad. Lots of idiot. people have bad dads. They don't decide to nuke people. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the 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 letters don't do anything to offer a different perspective on his character. Like, it's just more of the same. Great. Yeah, and he he just sucks. And anyway, uh. The end of the game where Fragile says, I, I didn't kill Higgs. It's like, yeah, no shit. We knew you weren't going to do it when you said you were you were going to be the one to finish him. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. You hear the gunshot go off and it's like, well, I bet she shot the sky or something. Speaking of yeah. Fragile, I, I, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of lines that are in contention for dumbest line in the game. But I still I still think low key. I'm fragile, but I'm not that but I'm fragile. Not that fragile. Maybe you the have to worst pronounce one. it right. I'm fragile, but I'm not that fragile. That fragile, oh, right? Of course. No, no, no. Uh, I think it was more like I'm fragile, but I'm not that fragile. <laughs> fragile. <laughs> because she does say Tar-Jay. that. She pronounces fragile a different time, ta- a different way every time she says it. It is, it is incredible. I think when she refers to herself, it's always fragile. I think that's her name. And then, yeah, yeah she, she says say, fragile, and then yeah. every time she says uh, fragile, she says fragile. Yeah. Fragile. I don't know, that's just her accent, I think. <laughs> I think she was doing it on purpose what, at some point. Whatever the heck Maybe. her accent is. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, know who the actress is. Leia like, Sado? Kind of is that what it is? Or something. I don't. I don't yeah. know. I was just. Uh, yeah. This is a pretty. This is a pretty lady. Uh, yeah, and she's then French. They put her in just a bunch of like skin tight leather latex. It's like, all right. I guess we're doing this. And then yeah. they got her naked, and it's like, well, I guess we're doing that. Yeah. And then she had to run through the rain. And don't you know that you're unlovable once your skin looks a little wrinkly? Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. I'm gonna say about the fragile naked scene. We talked about this before we started recording. Norman Reedus' dick should have been in this game. Yes. You Norman see, Reedus' dick should have been in this game. You see him naked a lot. He takes a lot of showers. Uh, he's He wakes up naked on the beach a whole bunch. And the camera yep. always, like, tastefully crops out his penis. It you shouldn't. can see his vagina bones, though. You can't <laughs> see his vagina bones. vagina You should see his dick, and you should see it a lot. It should be all over this game. It should be flopping around. It, like... And if anyone point, like, has the pull to put a dick in a game, it's good. And then gonna. when you like, if you're gonna have that fragile scene, have her actually be stripped naked because that makes sense, and only do wide shots and not close-ups. Because if I've been looking at Norman Reese's dick for like 40 hours, having a naked woman for you know 10 minutes isn't gonna feel gross and like fetishy. But I think it still kind of would, but it kind of would, yeah. But also, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's I, I get where you're coming from. Like yeah, this, yeah. this game, like they put her in an undershirt and like and panties, like and it's not like sexy or anything. But it's still like, why are we taking the step to do yeah. this? And also, like, when and she I starts get running, that the camera does zoom in on her ass. Zooms in it her does ass zoom to, in on her ass, yeah. and it does show like her ass wrinkling up. But still, <laughs> that's yeah. Somebody jerked it to that. Somebody did. You're right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just. It just sucks. It does. It's just it just all sucks. Everything with fragile, everything with this. And then um I have a quick beef to bring up with the mama situation again because you have to deliver her body again later to Hartman. Yeah. Oh, um yeah. you have to drag her up there and for whatever reason they took her out of the body bag, made her naked, 
and then put her back in the body bag. And then when you deliver her to Hartman, he puts his hands all over her titties. Yeah. Yeah, like hunting for the, the vile is, umbilical cord. Yeah. It is weird. uncomfortable. Yeah. And, that, and like zips it down almost like it's like a tastefully unzipped cat suit. Yeah. He fucking just puts out half of her tits and yeah. then just leaves it there. It's so bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't understand, like, even if, like, the thing is, yeah, we put this, like, piece of umbilical cord, it's secret in this thing. It's like, you didn't have to undress her for that. Yeah. I don't get why you undressed the corpse. Like, I think the idea was that they were going to do a kind of autopsy, but, like, she just kind of just lies there. It's not like they actually yeah, but they do don't. anything. Yeah. They didn't do anything. Yeah. That's not... Well, if they if they were going to do an autopsy, Hartman was going to do the autopsy, and he then, like, she doesn't need to be naked until she gets to Hartman's yeah. lab, yeah, where they're, right. in theory, doing the autopsy. There's no, there's no excuse for, yeah, we took her out, and then we made her naked and put her back in. We brought like, Hartman I, up. Do we want to talk about him briefly? There's not much yeah, to do Hartman, with him. Yeah, Hartman... He's 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 not that big a deal. Um, he's another sad Dustin, dad. do you want to talk about Hartsman? Yeah. yeah. He's a sad husband. He's a wife guy. Yeah. He, he's oh, a big wife he guy. He is the ultimate Huge wife, wife guy. guy. So yeah. Hart, Hartman's whole situation is that... I love my dead wife. I've been <laughs> criticized by I've my been... peers my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so Hartman's whole deal was that I believe he was in uh, the hospital, correct? Yeah, he was getting heart surgery. Yeah, he has surgery. a defective heart uh, because of some kind of congenital illness. His heart is shaped like a cartoon heart. Yeah, like, yeah, like... And also, to be clear, <laughs> he was not emoji. having surgery in the same hospital that Mama was. Yeah. He was no, this not. is a different hospital. Yeah, uh, different hospital. I think it's implied that the, that the hospital is actually where his lab is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah, that because the, the heart-shaped because the, crater. The sm- yeah, because the small void out created the heart-shaped crater. The void out right. that his wife and child were caught in. Right. So, yeah. like, it was like it was a, a heavy surgery. Uh, his wife and child were like coming to the hospital to pick him up after the operation was complete, or whatever. and like they didn't know if he was going to make it or not. And then, like, when they got word that he was going to, right. They went back to their house. Yeah, and then a void out happened and wiped out the hospital uh, with them in it. Uh, well, not the hospital. It yeah, voided the, out the town that yeah. they went back to. And oh, it, okay, okay. Yeah, and it also cut the power, um, which sent him into cardiac arrest briefly. But then the backup generator... So basically, they, like, it cut the power out briefly. So he also died for a moment. Went to the he, Well, beach. he died for, like, a full... I think it's, like, specifically... It's, like, full 23 minutes he died. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's the specific time. Because, like, it was that. long enough... Yeah, the thing is, he died for long enough that, like, the... The... The beach thinks he's dead... Right. Yeah. He, tried, like, he wakes he up on the back. beach with all the other dead people, and they're, like, in a crowd walking into the ocean to, like, pass on to the next life. Yeah, and he sees his and... wife and child, and he tries to go join them, but then he's suddenly yeah. dragged back out of the beach because the hospital's backup generator came on and restarted his heart. Yeah, and, and... I will say, listen, most of this game, bad story, uh... This scene where it's like he's trying to push through the crowd to get to them, but then like every time he gets like a uh, defibrillator shock, he gets like yanked backwards away from them, and like he's getting more and more panicked. I felt a feeling or two from it. Like I don't know, credit where scene. credits due. I think this scene's fine. I like it. I didn't. 
I didn't like Hartman probably is, enough. but I was rolling my eyes. Yeah, I didn't like Hartman enough at the time to really get hit by it. But it was a, like an actually well created scene. Um, yeah, I I was at the point where I was like, oh, oh we're doing another sad dad. Yeah. I see. Yeah. That's right, and that's also very briefly after the mama stuff. So I get why your yes. patience would be at a nadir. <laughs> I was I was already thin. With yeah, the, my patience was very thin at that point. Right, but yeah, now so Hartman's. So thing is that he wants nothing other than to be reunited with his family yeah so, so slider he... style he now uh <laughs> basically puts himself into cardiac arrest to uh go to different beaches trying to find his wife and child right so the idea is every uh 21 minutes he dies for three minutes and but like time works differently so he actually spends a long time on the other side hunting for his uh family and if he ever finds them, he's just going to stay dead and not come back. Uh, but until then, he wakes up and stays alive for another 21 minutes and then dies again. So my question is how he would make that happen, because it seems like it revives him automatically. Yeah, sure does. I don't I don't know if he thought this through. <laughs> he didn't. He was going to find them again, and then he has to do another, like, 250 rotations until he finds them again. Yeah. I mean, maybe because the idea he, like, is that once he finds them, Specifically, he, can, like... he goes to his beach. Right, but his beach is connected to every other beach because of his weird heart disorder. Yeah, well, they also say, like, when a lot of people die in the same place, it creates one big beach. Yeah. Which hey, doesn't make any the sense. The rules of beaches aren't consistent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, again, we've, it's a Calvin we've beach. gone over that. Yeah. Uh, I do <laughs> I do really like when you go to Hartman and he dies. He's like, hey, I'm about to die. Can you just, like... Hang tight for three minutes, and it makes you fucking sit there for three minutes. Yeah. I thought that was a funny joke. I, it is kind of a funny joke, but also I had already felt like my time was being wasted, and then it explicitly said, hey, I'm gonna waste three minutes now. (laughs) But, but you can zoom in on stuff and get some, get some likes. You can get some likes. Hartman really, really, really likes to look at the camera and give uh, you a thumbs up that gives you likes. Now, the thing about that is that Hartman being the heart man gives he's worth 20 likes per like right 20 he, 20 likes per like he's leveled up his bridge link enough that he can give you he's 20 likes at a time yeah, he can give you 20 likes at a time instantly yeah it's a fucking bad game every time we talk about it i get more mad as as this goes on i just get more mad about yeah like because i played this game for a long time yeah, yeah. and that that being said a lot like of it was spent hours into it I played it for seventy hours. Same. Ooh, wow. That was my, that was my final time, and that was with like I spent a lot of time during my week, like just kind of driving back and forth on the road, and I was like really happy when I finished like my north to south one, and then they were like, okay, now do an east to west one. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, let's do that. Uh, and then like when I finished that, I was like, I guess I have to interact with the story now. And then yeah. for the next twenty hours, I was mad. Here's what's so hard for me in like evaluating my overall opinion of this game. I played it for 70 hours. I spent yeah. about 10 of those angry and bored. But I spent the other 60 having a good time. No, mine the other hours for me are completely invalidated. Yeah. Like it is it is that bad. I yeah. I genuinely think it is that bad. Yeah. I I I can't like I get where you're coming from with that. And I don't even know that I disagree or that I don't feel the same way, but then like the majority of the memories I have of this game are positive. It's just all the ones that are negative are clumped up at the end and, like, make it a really shitty, like, note to end on. 
don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's um. Do we want to talk about Amelie now? Let's talk yeah, about Amelie now. We can we can get to Amelie now. We've t- I think we talked about all the other relevant characters who are I not Die so. Hard Man because we kind of have to. I mean, Die Hard. Like, Man I guess we kind of went over Die Hard Man. Yeah, Die Hard like, Man's not. He kind of just deep. has the same story as Cliff. Yeah, there's not a whole lot going on with him. We kind of. There is a part where Die Hard Man says that he was in love with Cliff. Um, and shout out to him. Big, big respect to being Judas from Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. If the wrong movie reference was made there. <laughs> no. I made the right one. No, I'm saying Kojima did. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kojima did it wrong. He should have he should have done it. And then Die Hard Man goes and kills himself. Uh, finally being released. Well, I mean, Sam did give him a gun. So I guess like. Yeah. Yeah, but he was just elected. Well, not elected. He made himself president. Anyway, yeah, this doesn't matter. We're I'm just saying, Die Hardman's full. Like instead of Die Hardman, his name should have been J- Judas from Jesus Christ Superstar. That whole thing. Judas from Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> they should have just called him uh, like Iscaro, and then yeah, at yeah. the end they would say, "My first name is Judas." Silver. Like, <gasps> My name yeah. is Silverpiece. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. So Amelie, yeah. we, we mentioned like yeah, so she's she's an extinction entity. She has all these visions of extinction. Uh, her ha and her ka get separated. Her soul is on the beach, and uh, she is supposed to just sort of like stand vigil over the world while it dies. And I guess just by being on the beach, she's ushering in the extinction of humanity. And she decides, why don't we just rush this along? I'm bored. I guess <laughs> I don't know. Uh. And she starts implanting her dreams of the end of the world into random people, and that is yeah. what creates dooms. And uh, well, I thought it was—I thought it was explained. I don't know. Maybe you're getting there, but I thought it was explained that that was an accident. Oh, was it? Maybe I don't know. I th- no, because about, when like, I needed like more, so like like one person couldn't figure this out, so I needed more people, and I I gave you my like, your nightmares are my dreams. Oh, maybe. I thought that it was also because when she made Sam a repatriate, that right. it inadvertently made all those people have dooms. Maybe. That's possible. I'm not going to say I think that's... maybe. I think maybe both things got said. <laughs> yeah. Because what you're saying, I also remember hearing. Right. I, I don't know anymore. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So as uh, her her human form, Bridget Strand, uh, becomes the president of America, uh, or she was the vice president of America, and then the Death Stranding happens, and the president dies, and she becomes president. They never say it, but I I think the implication is supposed to be she pulled some shit to become to like kill the president, and like triggered a void mm. out on purpose. I uh, see. And then, so, now as Bridget Strand, she's she's running the country, and she wants to get this chiral network put together, because her her physical body is aging, but her soul on the beach is trapped uh, at age 20. Also, she, mm, Cliff Unger's baby, pod baby, got killed during the whole mess, so they can't use it as a bridge baby anymore, but she finds it on the beach and repatriates it, brings it back to life, that's what that means, and that goes on to become Sam Bridges, who she adopts as her son. Yeah, and then yes. has a weird pseudo-incestuous relationship with. Yup. Why does this do this? Why? They, they lo- talk about yeah. so much. Like, he is her sister, and then they 
do all this weird romantic stuff. Yeah, every scene with them is dripping with like romantic tension, even though they're supposed to be family. Yeah, it's it's, it's so fine. bad. They're not blood related. Well, if in, in a better version of this, where Bridget and Amelie are like this creepy uh, like avatar of America, and it's like, oh, it's it's your mom wife, like. I, that could have worked. It doesn't work I th- here. God, I no. think it needs to be more clear from the start if they're gonna pull that shit that they are different people. Yeah, like ob- well that they're. It is weird. I'm just using the whole not blood related thing as a joke because that is a I... very common anime <laughs> excuse. Oh no, I know, but it's still upsetting because Kojima did that. Right. Totally. Yeah. I don't uh, know. I don't. You can't make it better. That's. I should probably just end that sentence with "You can't make it better." Sorry. Yeah. I mean. I, yeah. I. I think you could have made it better, but that's a moot point because they didn't. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter anyway. Anyway, so I. I think because of her her affection for Sam, she like starts to like humans or something, and she wants Sam to stop her from is making everyone extinct, but. He, also, she thinks that he can't do that because extinction is inevitable and it has to happen. And also, extinction's maybe not a bad thing because it'll force the rest of life it'll on Earth force to, things to evolve, adapt and grow and evolve. And it's, uh, they talk so much about, like, in these last couple hours, about how extinction is actually like the ashes from which life rises. So you see, in right. fact, this yeah. is good, and Ge- something smarter will come after us. Yeah, xenocide is good, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so then, so uh, as Bridget, like she puts together the UCA and puts together this campaign to, uh, create the chiral network, which will use the beaches, uh, to transmit data instantaneously, creating the super internet because really as Amelie, she wants to connect all of the beaches to open up a portal to the afterlife and just pour out and I guess a huge mass of BTs. Yeah, all the antimatter well, that will merge. she says that she's going to drop antimatter into the world of matter. Yes. Yes, she does. Because when the Big Bang happened... Right. Um, that was antimatter and matter colliding. And then what the result was, there was still just a little tiny, tiny bit of matter left over. And that's where all of uh, like existence I mean, comes her, from. Her plan is basically that of a JoJo villain. Like, let's just restart is existence. It? Yeah. Well, I guess that is kind of Father Poochie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Father Poochie's better. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so then Amelie supposedly, like, takes the lead on the first expedition to establish the Chiral Network. But really, Amelie is a ghost who can only live in the ghost world. Uh, so, you know, you, you pick up pretty quickly. There's some weird shit going on with her because you get a bunch, like... Everybody talks about how great she is, but no one's ever met her. And you get flashbacks to when Sam is a kid and she's an adult. And that's weird because she hasn't aged at all. Yeah. And she's always on the beach. Like, you you never see her not on the beach. Yeah. Right. And so Higgs kidnaps her and tries to use her to start the last stranding, which will wipe out all life on Earth. Uh, I'm sorry. I think you meant Doomsday. Yeah. He says Uh... that. He says that more than once. And then and then other people over your intercom say, we gotta stop Higgs' doomsday. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... You guys are in pain, and I am, I am living <laughs> right now. I am... <laughs> I'm 
soaking it up. <laughs> and then, yeah, so you stop Higgs and defeat Amelie and connect the chiral network. And she says, oh, I'm just like Princess Beach. Uh, let's go run on the beach together. Yeah. You're Mario and I'm Princess Beach. And Why I is that in there? I don't get this. I don't either. Again, it's it it's that homo Ludens shit. It's like, oh, yeah, everything's... If we just are gamers, then we'll save the world. Yeah, we gotta get we gotta get Mario speedrunners in here to prevent human extinction. Yeah, and again, like, mm, if you did a Metal Gear Solid preventing the thing, apocalypse with zero A presses. If you like, okay, the Princess Beach line is unsalvageable. It's garbage. Um, the yeah. whole like gamer undercurrent thing, though, like if you did an MGS two thing where it's like. Oh, Sam, don't worry about all the complicated nuances and the problems here. Listen, we've given you this very straightforward, easy narrative to swallow. Just go along with it, buddy. Come on. Like, that could be an element in a good story. Yeah, you It's could, not here. You could even tie but... the likes into that, where it's like, oh, yeah. yes, we're using likes to convince you to keep doing this thing and that it's good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ugh. But, yeah, so then, but I don't, I'm getting hazy on what happens after the princess beach line i think that line might so, have broken my brain yeah that that's so eventually the, the cliffhanger stuff happens in between the beach line and your final confrontation with amelie yeah. yeah so you get thrown out of the beach by amelie she kicks you back out because right. cliff shows up um on that beach for whatever reason and die hardman has also made the jump fragile helped to make the jump using the revolver because they had both used it to kill Cliff yeah. so he has a connection to her to find her beach. Yeah, and uh so, and John briefly tries to murder Bridget slash Emily. Yeah, but it doesn't work because, you know. Yeah. Um ghost powers. So what ha- so yeah, ghost powers. So you get kicked out of the the ghost world and then you are told to go all the way back across the game. Um, right. which I guess is fine. But yeah, it's, it's so I mean, honestly, as like, that's like, what that's the what I was expecting of the game should be, you know? Yeah. Just going all the way back. Um, so you do that and you fight, you have some fucking horrible encounters with just oh dog God. shit gameplay. Yeah. Uh, along so the, the way, the combat in this game is not good. No, I think there no. are times it, it, when it, it's like. It, the it encounter really t- design compensates for it, and I'm having an okay time. Uh, but uh, oh my god, that Vietnam fight at the end is miserable. Yeah, it, it should really say something that, like, I have seen Luke get frustrated at a lot of games. What I have never seen him do before is turn the difficulty down. He just, like, bull, <laughs> bullheadedly goes through it and eventually finishes yeah, he I actually it down did to the, turn to the difficulty easy. down to very easy for that Vietnam fight. That's how I bad just it didn't was. Care anymore. It just broke him. I had I just kept walking into enemies so that Cliff would walk towards me, uh-huh. and I had just picked up every assault rifle in the game I could find <laughs> yeah. while I was in there, and I just kept mowing guys down until Cliff showed up because he will come and find you eventually. Uh-huh. And if and like with my Infinity Blood Bag setup, I was unkillable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then you run all the way back across America because you have to go try to talk to Amelie. But for some reason, you can only connect to Amelie's beach from the East Coast. You need Fragile's help, and she's yeah, six. She can't jump you. Jump to fight you. Fight a big whale. Right. There's a big whale fight that looks neat, but is boring. Yeah. 
And, uh, yeah. It's then... really bad. It fucking sucks. Yeah. Just gotta uh, kill a whale with blood rocket launchers. Yeah, honestly, I, and, I have, like... There's, like, no weak point on it? No. Yeah, but you and, just keep spamming rockets at it, and it dies. Like, it's a very easy fight. I guess I played it on very easy. But I didn't the have enough... Yeah, so I was still on normal, and there aren't enough rocket launchers. I had to wait for more to spawn. Like, I had to keep walking around until more spawned to finish right. the fight. I, I had unlocked the special, like, Higgs weapons by that point, because I finished the... Uh, on my way back to... Um, it, I think it's Lake Knot is the one on the, in yeah. the second part of the area. Uh, on yeah. the east side. Uh, on my way there, I finished the last pizza mission, and that's the reward you get for that, is like this like objectively better assault rifles that also come with oh. that also have like chiral coated ammo that are the best ammo okay right okay. yeah because at the end of the game i had taken all of the chiralium from every distribution center and i had like fifteen thousand on me oh, at all yeah. times so i was like i was just like i don't know what to do with this like i just <laughs> have it all i was building roads and now i don't need it any, but i have fifteen thousand. i just right. don't know just get a yeah, legion, big jail get a crystal. legion of those hover like, like hover. You can only carriers. have two at a time. It's just not worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, real quick, smaller point. They yeah. show you fucking those semi trucks with like the trailers, and you can and you never don't. get yeah. them. That's mean. Mother yeah, it's bullshit fuck. that they don't let you use the big trucks with like the hook attachments and shit like oh. that. Kojima, I hate you. <laughs> only because you wouldn't give me a bigger truck. That's the only reason you why. Truck. That's the only reason. Give me a big truck. Give me a big truck. Uh, Molly wants a big truck. You kill the whale, uh, and yeah, fragile teleports you, and then you you have a confrontation with Emily, and she talks about how like she she wants to kill the world but all she does she doesn't want to kill the world she's she's gonna leave it up to you so she talks in circles for like an hour yeah and like it it takes her about 40 minutes to tell sam you have two choices you can kill me and stop the extinction event or you can just stay with me on this beach on the moon or whatever and then because it 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 looks like they're on the moon (laughs) Uh, and just yeah. and just the, yeah, the world and, is turning like red. Or yeah, whatever. and just watch all life wink out of existence with me. She hands you a gun and just says like, "Make your choice." And Sam goes, "I don't know what to do." And she says, "Of course you do." And I immediately unloaded that gun oh, yeah. into her, and it yeah, doesn't I, do anything. All six bolts right on her head. Absolutely, yep. but yeah, no, the <laughs> the bullets just get absorbed by her ghost powers. And the actual solution, you don't actually have a choice. I don't think. No. Uh, I mean, maybe you if you ha- just stood there, something would happen. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I was not going to wait long enough to find out. Um, nope. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. What What you have to do is put the gun away and hug her, and that somehow convinces her to not kill the world. <laughs> yeah, that's the power of that's the power of the hugs. Well, see, because Sam has aphophobia and he's afraid of touching people. And he overcomes that to hug her, and that's beautiful. It kind of seems like he actually gets injured by touching <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, he does not have a game. phobia implies, of touch. He has, Yeah, like, he doesn't have allergy. a phobia. Like, if anybody touches him, he gets bruised, and that's why he has all those weird marks all over his body, and it is yeah. said as such. Um, yeah. 
so I don't understand why everybody like makes fun of him for this thing that like causes him bodily harm. But sure, I guess there are so many fucking scenes of someone like going in for a handshake and then like awkwardly waiting he's for like, him Stop to. It. Dead man especially does not d- does not respect his personal bubble. Nobody, nobody in this game respects boundaries. Well, and they go the in thing. for such aggressive handshakes. They're like, put her there, pal. Yeah. <laughs> Dead man goes in the shower with him. Dead, well, you know, he had to hide from Die Hardman because he can't be heard, seen or heard in the shower, even though early in the game they explicitly say, they yes, talk we to are him monitoring while he's in the you, shower. even though you are in the shower. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, so a hug convinces Emily to not destroy the world, I guess. Uh, and then you... Or j- something. Yeah, and then, like, you spend a good oh 20 to 30 minutes Ooh. watching a fake fake out credit sequence where you just have to like and sam is gray yeah sam is gray he's on his beach and you just have to wait for the credits to roll you can't you're put on the beach and like you can run around but it doesn't do anything you do have to run around some to trigger the next scene where amelie explains the story that you just played back to you yep in excruciating detail here's the thing a lot of this game doesn't make much sense. A lot of the characters are inconsistent and uh, not especially compelling. I think a lot of that would be forgivable if not for the fact that it's so fucking boring. All yeah. of these cutscenes are interminably dull. Yeah, it, they're and they are not only dull. But they go on forever. They're so long, and no one says anything interesting, and it just takes for fucking ever, and they just talk in circles, and you learn nothing from them, and it just doesn't stop ever. I like Hideo Kojima. I'm a gigantic Metal Gear fan. I'm used to long cutscenes. I lost my patience with this game so many times. Avodavotech. Evo Devotech. <laughs> I like it, Metal Gear Solid Four has, has two-hour-long cutscenes in it. Yeah, but they're cool cutscenes talking about weird shit. There's like people driving boats up and aiming guns, and a guy like miming shooting himself in the head, and that makes everybody start puking everywhere. There's a monkey with a diaper, and everyone's got like catapults that are flinging themselves everywhere. It's very long. There's ninjas fighting it's... vampires. <laughs> At least it's interesting to watch. Yeah. <laughs> like no one in Death Stranding wants to be in Death Stranding. No. I I don't usually get mad at video games anymore. Death Stranding yeah. made me want to throw my TV out of my room. <laughs> I was so um, so mad by how bored how dull it was. So by hugging Amelie you stop the end of the world, and then she throws you out of the beach. Right. And then you are you are uh, sentenced to eternity alone. You're, no, you're sentenced to eternity hearing her exposition. Well, Amelie, you. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is, well, while she explains her life story alone. to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So you do that. Just let me listen and to my then... podcast, Amelie. Leave me a, <laughs> try to catch up on my bim bam. God. <laughs> it's um. You you have the gun still, like, she gives it to you, and she's like, well, you used it for the wrong thing, but it still has, like, it's not useful here, but it has a purpose. 
and then throws you back down to your solo beach. Um, And then eventually you are saved by your connections to dead man, heart man. Which would be such a good scene (laughs) if I cared about any of these fucking characters. Yeah, it's like, and so like Mom's There, Fragile's There, and Die Hard Man, they're all working to pull you out of there. Like, that's Um, some Kingdom Hearts stuff. Before it would have worked. Like, before, like, that whole thing where you go uh, confront Amelie for the last time, you have, like, this moment where Sam talks about, like, you know, I didn't really care about this whole situation, but, like, after, like, working with you guys, I really care about you, and... Like, we have these connections that we have to make and maintain, so let's, you know, let's let's go stop the extinction event. And then uh, they come and save you, and then once you're back, uh, Sam goes, actually, I fucking hate all of you, and I never want to talk to any of you again. Why does so he have that change? I don't, well, you know, it, it, it makes sense, because I don't think he ever believed that he ever gave a shit about anybody in the first place. I think right. he was just blowing smoke. But also, they do the same thing with, like, when... Um, Dead Man, like, at, there is a chapter where you don't have BB because, like, the, like, you know, oh, the fact that the, he's you mean suspended the worst animation. chapter in the entire game. I don't know. I was just driving into ghosts on purpose at that point because I was tired of trying to stealth around them. So also, it, I didn't run into many ghosts during that chapter. I you couldn't. I had to once you get the ghost knife. Yeah. If you crouch and just kind of walk around, you will never get caught, and you can cut any ghost you find. Yeah, like, I I know. If, and that's, unless you and get that's what I yeah. did, but it was just so tedious. I yeah. just set up a zip line through the BT territory, and I never had to deal with ghosts for that whole chapter. Yeah, I didn't have That's my ma- zip line set up than, at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Anyway, um, the um, Jesus Christ, what were we talking about? We were talking about the end with they, they uh, do oh, the right, thing right, where right, we don't have BB anymore. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, I was gonna talk about the part where we don't have BB. So you have that chapter where you don't have BB. And there is no, like, growth between Sam and BB at this point. Like, at the beginning of the game, Sam goes like, hey, I don't think we should throw a literal baby away. And Dead Man's like, I don't know, it's just, like, equipment. And then Sam's like, well, clearly it's not just equipment. Look, there's a baby in there. And it's like, okay, sure. And you keep the BB unit, and then you go through the game, and he doesn't refer to it as anything but BB, and he doesn't show any affection towards it. And there's, like, you can, if you have it, I guess, like, it makes more sense if you have it get upset, and, like, you have to do the game mechanics where you, like, right. rock the controller to, like, calm them down. But I never had, I never really ran into a situation where that was super necessary. See, I fell down a lot, so I was constantly, I was going to say, yeah, no, what are you talking okay. about? He bonds with BB all the time, because you have to hold L1 and then rock the controller. See, I never really had only to happened to do me that. in BT fights, like, because yes, he'd get Yes, like, really long stressed. BT fights. Or I guess she'd get super stressed, as you find out it, at Well, the right, because Kojima's woke, and it's a girl, actually. Maybe yeah. you shouldn't have thought it was a boy the whole ending? time, stupid. The code <laughs> stupid. Oh my god. Lou. Louise. <gasps> the f- shut the fuck up, Kojima. Jesus what is Christ. That? What are you even trying to communicate? <laughs> Turns with out that the twist? void outs were gender reveals gone wrong. Oh, oh, you couldn't solve the riddle because you didn't consider the fact that the doctor was a woman. Yeah. Um the the and what I what I'm trying to say is that chapter like suddenly the baby has a name out of nowhere. Yep. And like there's no, there's like no hinting at it. Suddenly, Sam cares the most about this baby, and like, there's the, before this, there's like no evidence that he gives a shit, and like he suddenly does, and like that is kind of what happens within that 
chapter is that like he suddenly gives a shit about all these people when before like yeah. 10 minutes before he was like in Hartman's house while Hartman was dead playing DJ on his fucking record player. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end of the game he goes back to just being like, "All right, it's my job. Peace out. I don't care about y'all." Yeah, he yeah. just goes like, yeah, "Yeah, fuck y'all. I don't like, like you I anyway." And then like fragile was, comes out. He says that and then he's lying and like he kind of does reconnect with them, but he doesn't. That's not how But he doesn't. Ends. No, he just leaves. Yeah. He like fragile has this whole thing and she's like don't you like we we talked about this don't you care and he's like nah i'm good bye yeah and then like leaves her yeah, and he... is like okay you guys had this weird almost romantic thing going on and yeah. it's just because you were a boy and a girl and i get that kojima can't do more than that but like it is not it's he they want to have a love story there but they don't do it and then they're just like sam porter bridges is too cool to have emotions yeah he, he even burns but like, like his his cufflinks that are like yeah. his he goes fully off the grid yeah guillermo del toro says hey i'm gonna turn your cufflink off you can take it off and like burn it if you want and then he's like all right chill i'm gonna go do that Which, and then again, like you're if, supposed if to this was more with the fucking like if it was more critical of america and shit it'd be the the what drives me nuts about the cufflinks is that the surface level bullshit with them of like, oh, but when you think about it, aren't your phones handcuffs? <laughs> I, mm, I'd be Those fine with that if it was and their phones. Here's the thing, like because you'd be on that phone. They say that, and their but and you, their variant what? sexualities. Oh boy, we'll get to that. Damn. Fuck. But like they, they introduce the cufflinks by having him handcuffed to a bed by them, and if it was just like. Oh, these are a symbol of the fact that, like, you're not free, you're owned by bridges, which that last scene kind of uses them as, but the rest of the game doesn't. Yeah. No, they're just, everybody's just chilling. It's fine. It's just a, it's just an accessory. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like an like Apple the, That last scene reminds you that Sam is not allowed to take his cufflinks off ever. Yeah, I, like, forgot that that was a thing. Right. Because they don't talk about it. And also, like... You could take half of it off yeah. because it's a knife because you use it to cut uh you use it to cut the umbilical cords. Right, but you can't take That's, the other one off ever. You can't take the other one off. Well, yeah, but it's like so weird that they're like, yeah, halvesies. Yeah. Also, hey, and how come Sam has to handcuff himself to a bed to go to sleep? I don't know. He do- he doesn't have to. That's just kind of a thing he does. <laughs> oh, okay. I think I think he's Is just he afraid of falling off. Like I don't... No, just, he... he is jerking it. <laughs> Like, he just does that, and they don't comment on it at all. Taking no so nut strange. November very seriously. I gotta handcuff myself. <laughs> gotta keep myself. No, away. he's using. You no, know, his other hand is free, Dustin. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just ugh. my. Mm. I, I'm sorry, Molly. Did you finish your point, or did I? I don't know. the The end of the game is you stop the extinction. Sam leaves. He takes the baby out of the pod, which you're not supposed to do, and right. he. Like has a there's a long time so a where they imply sequence. Like, weird baby yeah. rubbing sequence where the baby's soul is pouring out of it or something. I don't know what that was supposed to like. I thought yeah, that the like void out was gonna happen and I was something. gonna laugh my ass off <laughs> if it, the game ends with like Sam voided himself out by killing the BB unit. Yeah, yeah. I that will say a, a cool ending. gameplay thing is that if you die in a BT boss fight, you trigger a void out. And, like, it happens on the map, and it, there's just a crater yes. on your map from that. That is neat. That's the one neat. time that happened to me, uh, because I don't remember what... There was, like, a series of events that was, like... I felt like bullshit, so I just reloaded. 
Uh-huh. Because like I got stun locked or something oh. or couldn't move. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, this is not something I'm gonna deal with. But it's very neat that it happens. Like yeah. that there are actual consequences. And then I was like, oh, I'm never gonna use a lethal gun on like the mules or the terrorists because that will also probably trigger yeah. a void. And out. there's yeah, no totally reason does. to. Like the non lethal Yeah, there's also no reason weapons, to like Well, so actually if you kill a mule, it will create a BT, and then that BT will create a void out with the other mules oh if it, oh that's kind of cool yeah um but like the bullet gun i felt was so much better than shooting any of the other guns in that game that yeah. it didn't seem even worth it to build non-lethal non-lethal guns most of the time yeah i ended up making one by the end because the terrorist guys are a little tougher but like i thought that the bullet gun was kind of faster yeah yeah it is just, just wrapping them up and then the, stomping on them the thing that i keep coming back to with this game is that like those moments when it is just the gameplay, when it's just... Like, this game is so good at, like, making these striking images. Just, like, I am alone in this wilderness, this, like, beautiful mountainscape, just trudging through this uh, empty place with just a bunch of packages on my back and, like, a baby strapped to me? That's weird. And, like, sometimes there will be creepy men in gas masks that attack me with cattle prods and I have to, like, run away from them or try to fight them off. Uh, And sometimes there's just ghosts floating around and I have to hold my breath because they track me from my breath. It's all so, like... It's very striking. It's good aesthetics. But it's all in service of, like, nothing. Like, they have these great images that they create... And when the game's at its best when it just lets those images speak for themselves and just leave you alone for a dozen hours to just, like, think quietly to yourself as you're looking at these very beautifully rendered mountains with maybe some, like, you know, sad indie songs kicking in over them. Yeah. That stuff works for me. Yeah. I like that stuff. Yeah, and, like, by the end of the game... But then like, anytime the game starts talking to me, I just want to yell at it to shut the fuck up and let me keep enjoying the landscape. Yeah, and, like, any t- by the end of the game, when those indie songs are coming out, I was like, alright, shut the fuck up. Like, we are done here. Yeah. Like, stop sure. it. Uh, yeah. And, and, like, it's a shame because I think there's plenty of, like, things that the gameplay just says itself. Like, it is kind of cool that this game uses asynchronous multiplayer, and it's, like, one of the only online experiences I can think of where I didn't hate the people I was quote-unquote interacting with online it felt like right yeah a genuinely was, and uplifting there's... experience that actually did communicate like oh yeah you know connecting with other people is pretty dope it's nice to right. build things together like that moment i talked about at the start where like i had a hard time getting to the wind farm and then got there and got it online and then an internet bridge let me skip the hard part said more than all the words that are spoken by the characters about the themes of this game which is a lot. Yeah. Which is a lot of words. <laughs> um, and, like, it, it also helps. I don't think there's a way you can grief in this game. I don't yeah, think you can. No. Like, not really. The, like, you can. There are areas, are, like, around each, like, NPC's place. You can't build in them. Right. So, like, it is it is impossible to, like, block an NPC's house or something like that. Yeah. yeah like, the you, worst you thing can you put, can like, do is build a structure in, in an inconvenient. Yeah. 
You can, like, build something in an inconvenient spot, but even if you do that, they can just dismantle it in their game. Yeah, and, like... Yeah, you could dismantle it on your yeah. side. Yeah, there were plenty of times where I was like, I don't know why you would put a bridge there, but also I can just ignore it. Like, I don't need to right. use that bridge. Yeah. <laughs> Some of those bridges um, that seem like they're in random spots actually go over BT spawn points. Yeah. So if you drive on the bridge or walk on the bridge, you will go over a BT and it cannot hit you. Oh, seriously? Usually if a bridge has, like, a yes. billion likes, there's a reason that it's there. Oh, yes. okay, huh? Yes. So, like, there's 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 one specifically that's near the um, like tar pit down south in the central region. Oh yeah, uh, they, where, that where they turned Arizona you, you into probably, a tar pit. <laughs> yes, when they turned Arizona into a tar pit, which frankly, you know, but I mean, um, look fair, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there there was a bridge in my game, and I saw somebody post it, and they go, "Why is it here?" And then, like, I had been driving through there. And saw that under that bridge, there were, like, three BTs. Like, three ghosts under it. And, like, if you just go through that area normally, you will, you know, spawn a monster. But since that bridge was there, you just literally drive over them. Yeah. Huh. So that was kind of neat. Interesting. Like, some kind of interesting stuff that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I, that same that. person who posted it, I, like, responded to them. And they were like, yeah, I kind of drove through it once. And their head was kind of poking through the bridge. <laughs> and I kind of triggered that. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's a bummer. You can't go around it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was funny. But otherwise, most of those are, like, skip a BT or, like, there's a hole here you might not see or yeah. something like that. Or, you know, that's that most of that stuff. So it's really interesting what you can do. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just I honestly my prevailing feeling is just being bummed out. Like, this is one of my favorite game studios that that are responsible for some of my all time favorite games. You know, more than Hideo Kojima, a lot of the people, a lot of the other people that were responsible for Metal Gear also got fired by Konami and then rehired by Kojima. Yeah, uh, yeah, and like, ah, I, I. I like even the unpopular Metal Gears, and I there's a part of me that so wants to be the person that can explain to you why no Death Stranding is good actually. But even if I sat down with all of those, all this dialogue and all of this seemingly inconsistent uh, world building, and dug through all those Higgs diaries and could put together a read of the game that was interesting, ultimately it doesn't matter because it's so fucking boring that like yeah. it, it even if it had good ideas it fails to communicate them in a compelling way yeah it, yeah it just, it's uh it's bad it just doesn't have much to say about the things it introduces it just it says here are some things and you're like yeah, yeah. what about them just figured i'd just mention there are things here <laughs> And then it doesn't do anything with them. Like none of your expert your expectations aren't subverted. Uh, you you get to the end and you build the chiral connections and you save the world and that's it. Yeah, like this should be a game about like imperialism and capitalism and like big tech. That's what it is setting up in the early bits. It should yeah, be about and, like and how governments. It should be about, like Amelie should be like uh, like uh, you know those old illustrations of like the goddess Columbia in all those like old Manifest Destiny uh, illustrations. That's what she should be. She should be like a living Columbia, like beckoning you, like oh go west, like re-manifest destiny, build America yeah, again. Like, like and like won't that be great? Yeah, like like talk about how governments 
like uh, intentionally exploit the natural desire of people to connect with each other to build their empires and create these systems that ultimately end up end up exploiting those people who wanted to be connected in the first place. Like, like there should be a turn halfway through this game where the people that are on the chiral network are starting to like be shitty to the people that don't want to be a part of the UCA and are like taking their resources and stuff. And like, it should yeah. be about like, Hey, what exactly are you building? And is this a good thing? Uh, and you should have Higgs as, again, he should be, like, a Channer guy who is just trying to, oh, you've introduced this new technology and I'm going to undermine it for no other reason than to just fuck everybody. And, like, Higgs kind of is that character, but he's boring about it because yeah. he doesn't have any meaningful ideology and he's not, like, a foil to other stuff in the story. Yeah. What I thought the ending of this game would be is similar to Metal Gear Solid 4 where, like, you and, like, the actual good guys of the game... Like maybe Mama and Hartman before Mama died unexpectedly, uh, right. would basically create would basically like look at the chiral network and be like, look, we can we can Patriots AI this thing and like get jettison the shit that's bad and just keep the stuff you know that actually helps people live. Right. Yeah. Like it. You know. Bah. Like all the stuff with oh people got addicted to likes and all that stuff. <laughs> Is so like it's it's vapid because people have been saying like that's political cartoon bullshit from ten years ago. Yeah. But more importantly, like it completely fails to engage with the idea that like social media systems like that exist because rich people profit off of it and it drives ad views. Yeah. And without any of that, like any kind of criticism or critique of it is just completely empty. Yeah, it's it's not and like again, Bridges this is, the kind is of using stuff that network used to... to be good at writing about. Yeah, it's not like Bridges is using that like system to sell your personal information to Amazon or whatever. Like that's what right. makes those. Except they are they, like, like they totally are. That piece is there. It's just instead of personal information, they're selling your blood. But they don't comment on it ever, and it never goes anywhere. <laughs> yeah, they're literally sucking your blood dry every time you go to sleep, and that's not treated like a big plot point. Yeah, instead, what they really want to talk about is asexuality. <laughs> You do yeah. get to keep the blood. You get to keep some of the blood. They also distribute a lot of the blood. Oh, do you? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Do you? Th oh, god. Because there's other characters. You'll just show up at a prepper house. Yeah, and, oh, and they'll be yeah, like, "Yeah, I, I made this out of your bloods. blood." That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, some that. of the other, yeah, some of the other like um, people roaming around. You even get an email about it, like where a guy used one of the grenades made from your stuff to like help him stay alive. Yeah. Right. And like, Let's, there's um, one line of dialogue that kind of gets at it when you show up to Mama, and uh, she's just like, "Hey, I need a blood sample to make this work." He goes, "Huh? Yeah, go ahead and take some. Bleed me dry. You already do it in my sleep." That is the yeah. only line that ever engages with it at all. Yep. That is that is the only thing. Um. Let's talk. Let's talk about preppers. Yeah. Let's 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 talk preppers and emails. Okay. So we've we've already been like poking at the like. One where it talks about how asexuality, like, like pushed the Death Stranding forward. Uh-huh. Uh, fuck off. And, yeah. Yeah, fuck off. Like, there's there's not much more to say to it than that. Like, it, it is suggesting, like, because of lost connections is why the Death Stranding happened. Why did the Death Stranding happen? The Death Stranding happened because Amelie was born because it was just time for humanity to go extinct. Yeah, they don't really... Was that what it was? Yeah. If there's another explanation, I, okay. I, mean, I don't know Here's a question. Is. 
Yeah, let's ask you a very simple question you'd think you'd know from playing 2019's Death Stranding. What is the Death Stranding? It's when everything stopped. I I, I don't it's, know. It's, All the shit's gone. It's, it's when... Don't know. It's like when the world of the dead start overlapping is the best I can figure out. It's like when all the supernatural yeah. Oh, is that so happening. Okay. So in theory, it is when, um, like BT started showing. Yeah. It's like, right. Before death stranding, our normal existence, as we know it after death stranding beaches and BTs and chiral shit started. Right. Yeah. Invading. Yeah. And like, yes. the, okay. Yeah. yeah. The Death Stranding is the event where that caused that. Yes, right, of course. Um, what? I guess I don't even remember what we were talking about. Preppers and the but asexuality like, right, email. But what is? Yeah. So there's like a suggestion that because like asexuality and like alternate sexual orientations and gender identities became like accepted, it caused people to stop forming connections and furthered the Death Stranding. Which doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't make any fucking like, sense. On like, any level. Yeah, I, I think what it's I, I think what it's trying to talk about is the fact that like Japan has had declining birth rates for a long time. And it's so is everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, the problem is uh, that that's not asexuality is not the reason for declining birth rates. The problem is no. the world's going to shit. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. It, I, yeah, and yes. Uh yeah, it's it's bad. And like it's yeah. hmm. When it gets into like, oh, but also there's like people who are pan romantic and and demisexual, and that line of dialogue cuts off the potential out that oh maybe that's a sloppy translation and asexual has connotations here that it wouldn't in Japanese. But yeah, no, you're but using very specific use language. All of those other terms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you are you are clearly cutting into every letter you can get from LGBT. Right. Like and it, QIA. It, it, it's it's very much just supposed to be that like. Oh yeah, there was some psychological shift in humanity that made them like less and less interested in fucking each other, and that's only been accelerated by the Death Stranding. Yeah, because no one—it's uh, like no well, one wants to go out anymore because they might get eaten by a ghost. Right, because everyone's afraid of touching each other now. They're, everyone's too depressed to fuck because that's what asexuality is. Yeah. So great. Thanks. Thank you, Kojima, for your hot commentary. Um, I personally really like the mission where you do mail order bride. Oh god. What the fuck? Yeah, the chiral artist thing. Yeah. The chiral artist thing, because at the beginning of that quest, so the junk dealer god. is a guy who's just living out in the world and he is very sad because his girl he specifically says, My girl is gone. I definitely which, thought he meant his daughter. Yeah, same. And well, here's yeah. the thing, his hologram looks much older than he does when he comes out of the thing. So he looks older, and so I'm like, oh, he lost his daughter during the Death Stranding, and he thinks that she's alive, or that doesn't know that she's alive, and that, like, I thought because she's with her mom. Also, the video of her playing around seems so childlike. She looks super young. Yeah, she's just, like, dancing around aimlessly like a little kid does. Yeah, but no, she's an adult woman. (laughs) No, she is an adult woman, and he just has weird footage of her while she's young, but... He says, like, she's with, or you find out that she's with her mom out somewhere else. So I was like, oh, shit. So they got divorced. Right. Like, before the death stranding happened, and they thought the other one died. That's crazy. I want to help these people. And then I'm you very go, glad that you're confirming that I wasn't an idiot for thinking that he no, was her dad. I thought no, the same I fucking thing, saw, and I was talking to someone. Thing. Yeah. So you go and pick her up, and she's like, oh, wow, I didn't know he was alive. Like, my mom was lying to me the whole time. And I was like, oh, okay, so they had, like, a fucked up breakup. Right. And, like, she told her daughter that, like, you know, um, 
that he had died in the death train. That's kind of fucked up. I guess I'll reunite these two. And then, no, it turns out that, like... And also, uh, I was told by friend Jackson, who was playing the game without subtitles, that if you are playing this game with subtitles off, it's still subtitles this Japanese girl who just kind of has an accent. Oh, Oh, dear. Yeah. I don't remember her being that hard to understand. It's because she's not that hard to understand. They just throw the subtitles on her because she has an accent. What's wild is that, like, you finish the mission and you bring them back. It's like, oh, happy ending. They're together now. And 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 then they're like, hey, we're going to get married. Email. It's like, oh, yeah, it turns out I don't like him and we broke up. I can't stand this fucking bitch. She keeps talking to me and hassling me to clean up. Did you guys check the emails after you could, like, go back into the game? I was booting the game up right now to do that because i remember getting another email from him you get you get emails from both of them here's the thing they both talk about how they're going to get back together or he talks about how they're going to get back together and he's going to work hard to make like things work and then you get an email from the artist's mom who says yeah i'm looking at it now actually i kept them apart because he his father was part of a gang who murdered my daughter's parents (sighs) i'm an adoptive mother and that's why i was keeping them apart but fate has brought them together again (laughs) Yeah, what? She, what? her his father was part of a gang that murdered her parents. Yeah, look at so my mother told us what happened five years ago. It's weird how we don't have any memory of it. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, so that is uh, I I got that and I just turned off the game. I was just like I'm out what? here, like I am done. There, uh, so there's oh, that. Man. Um, Conan O'Brien's in this game. Yeah, he Conan sure O'Brien's is. in this game. That I kind of like Conan O'Brien, but then he showed up and I wanted him to just never talk again. <laughs> yeah. Fucking A, dude. Like, you go see the cosplayer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who, like, you have to deliver a sewing kit to them. I'm like, oh, okay, well, sure. Yeah, that's kind of cool that people are still doing this after, like, the apocalypse. Also, this is a really weird utopia that we're living in, even though it's, like, post-apocalypse because you can just 3D print anything in the world. Right. But... I guess that's kind of cool. And like you deliver it to her and then he's, and she's like, Oh yeah, meet my husband. And then it's Conan O'Brien. And he just tells a bunch of really awful, bad jokes. Yeah. And it's like, all right, do I really have to listen to all this? Yeah, and also like, I guess uh, he's an otter furry. I don't he's know. an otter furry. He gives you an otter hood that makes you good at swimming. I didn't ever put it on. Me either. So I don't know what it does. It apparently makes you go to swimming. Don't oh yeah, know. so what it does is that when you walk into the river or into a river and they like lose your balance and like fall in, instead of just like getting washed around by the water, you can uh paddle and you can kind of swim. You swim really fast too. Um but you still lose okay. all your boxes when it happens, so it's kind of useless. So it doesn't do anything? Okay. No, it's stupid. Great. So yeah, there's that. I hated that. Um the other oh my god i feel like there was another one that was like really awkward i, I think that's the only cameo i caught there's i saw him in the credits jeff jeff, jeff Keighley's Keighley's in is there. in this game somewhere yeah uh, i th- i think i know where he is based on like the connections oh, on the map i did I like think. on the dead spots on the map i uh-huh. think he may be up in the snow area like way up there okay yeah is he... or something like that oh. or is he the ludens fan he might be the Luden. that He's would the make sense fan. yeah he is yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a Lutens fan. That would make sense. I didn't find him because I think he's way out of the way. Uh, There's like one or two people I didn't meet, I think. But early on in the game, I was making a point to max out all those connections because you got all kinds of cool shit from it. Yeah, right. And that is why, like, when Luke and I were talking about the combat and he was like, I ran out of blood bags. And I was like, how? Yeah. 
because I had gotten an upgrade from somebody that let me carry like twelve at once. Yeah, see, I didn't get that upgrade ever. I don't and, know who you like got y'all it from, didn't ever get that. Up- I don't know who I got it from either. I don't remember, but I remember getting it. and I was like, oh yeah, it's a really good thing. So I put it on my backpack. Yeah, and then like I just had infinite grenades and infinite blood for yeah. the entire game, and uh, that was silly. Junji Ito is in this game. Apparently, Edgar Wright is in this game. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Um. I think maybe they should have spent money on making the game good instead of bad, instead of spending it on Jeff Keighley. That's yeah, maybe fair. Maybe program in another BT or two that you can fight, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe just make, like, one or two more enemies, rather, because the mules and the terrorists are the same enemies. And yeah. because once you meet the terrorists, the mules just get guns, so they're literally the same enemies. And then, um... Yeah, I was hoping that the, the mules would not get guns, because, like, that's not their I was their really deal. hoping so, too, because like, I was kind of... It doesn't yeah, make sense for the mules to have guns. Also, people are addicted to likes. I feel like that's kind of brushed off the wayside. Like, it's kind of kind of a thing early on, and then later on, it just gets so stupid that they stop talking about it. Yeah. But right. like, the mules are just people who are absolutely fucking addicted to, like, delivering. Like, what if Amazon workers got addicted to being Amazon workers? And it's like, oh, okay, I guess that is a concept that you can make like they don't even like deliver packages they just want to have packages yeah they want like, to deliver make, other like, people's is... packages for them but yeah, they don't they just put them in make... their own post box yeah they, they just del- put them in their <laughs> they deliver box. them to themselves yeah yeah it doesn't make any god it doesn't make yeah. a lick of sense and, and we but... talked about this molly like that's also they say that a lot and it's they also say that's not really the deal because Hartman has an email where he explains that actually chiral contamination uh the early stages of it are similar to stress but, uh, you know, you can go crazy from chiral contamination and just obsessively do whatever your uh, job is. And, like, the idea of, oh, the mules have been, like, broken down and conditioned that they just mindlessly perform the actions of their job is a really, like, a hellish, like, cyberpunky post-apocalyptic idea that they don't ever right. engage with or talk about outside of that one email. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's uh, just that one email. Like this and then chiral everything network else might implies. be making might be making go make might be making people go crazy, but just keep doing it anyway. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably just fine. Like there's there's all of this stuff, and then like it's kind of hand waved in other parts, but like there's a bulk of text that is like all of these people were like addicted to their cell phones and social media and like. All of these bad things. And you get, like, an email from a guy who wants to direct film. He's like, we used to go to the movie theater together. Oh, God, that fucking and we guy. used to, we used to laugh together and I cry want, together. I want and to now write that. never go outside. <laughs> I want to write that guy off. He's like, yeah, okay, whatever, weirdo. Except I super know that he is just a Deo Kojima's mouthpiece in that moment. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. One million percent. And, like, there's also, like, there's this dissonance because you can build these roads between all of these people and nobody tries to, like, do anything. Yeah. It's just, we're all going to hang out in our bunkers and we're going to do our thing. And the only thing I want to do is 3D print stuff that other people makes. And, like, I'm not going to go outside. I'm just going to have, like, six people who are deliverers in the entire world who bring stuff to other places. And it doesn't make any fucking sense. The world doesn't work. They imply that because everyone's been holed up in the bunkers for so long, they've all developed acute agoraphobia and can't leave anymore. Like, there's that. Yeah, I don't fucking buy it. Like, there's that guy at that way station early on in the game who, like, won't come outside at all, and then you slowly start getting emails about, like, I tried going outside a little bit today, and, like, oh, I'm, I'm doing yes. more and more, and now I'm out. 
you get a you get an email from one guy like there's a series of emails where he describes how like he's gotten the courage to like go outside and then like track across the world like you are right and like that you get a clue from that like how to get across the tar pit but like it's just I don't I don't buy into the fucking everybody is stoop kid yeah and they will not leave their <laughs> yeah. stoop especially since like you know I get it why if you're in a area with like a lot of heavy rainfall why you wouldn't because there might be beat might be bt sure and i mean like it's but dangerous like, but like bts only ever show up in places where there's time fall so if you know there's not time fall there at the moment then you know you're safe you can go out for a little while like you would absolutely at least step outside to like get some fresh air and sunlight from time to time like well i'll say this gets into the fact that hideo kojima just wrote a bunch of evangelion fan fiction here because it's yeah. just hedgehog's dilemma shit it's oh everyone desperately wants to connect to each other but they're afraid of other people and i think that's supposed to be the fucking thing with the mail order bride where it's like oh these two people love each other and they want to be together oh but now they're together they don't know how to be together and they're dr- they're driving each other crazy and driving each other apart again and oh what a what a human yeah, conundrum which is such a cynical and shallow in. way of looking at yeah the world <laughs> and also like, like i said there's a lot of evangelion shit in this game uh but like that happens in evangelion in like episode four and the, the show is about overcoming that yeah you know yeah and this game is about like no that's the way the world is like sorry and i i just every time somebody like does a game or does a thing where it's like nobody's connected anymore because they're on cell phones or doing this thing. And it's like just completely ignoring the fact that people talk to each other on cell phones while they're like interacting and they interact with other people and they share things through them. And it's like, I just don't get like my life is demonstrably better because I talk to friends online. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, but it's also like completely incoherent because yeah, it does have all that. Oh, everyone's addicted to likes. And isn't that a problem? But you also have all these emails about, like, you're building America, which is presented as a good thing, uh, by building the internet. Like, yeah, you're and, building and, the internet. That's you're what you're doing. Emails you can't have like, both. Oh, wow, I'm connected to everyone again, and I can, like, have conversations with people like I couldn't have for decades. Like, wow, this is amazing. It's just And the game kind of, like, drops the... the there, after a while, you don't get any more, like, notes about, like, how it's because you were on your phone. Like, that's that's why the world ended. Like, you stop getting those, but at the same time, they never say that's not the case. And right. then, like, even though people are like, wow, thanks for sending me the network. I downloaded medicine. Like, okay, cool, but you didn't, like, undo your thesis statement at the beginning of the game. And yeah, it's just so frustrating. It's just this game is a lot of ideas that aren't organized in a way that add up to anything. He just had a lot of thoughts and he wrote them all down and then he, he just, just stuck jerked them all off in on a page and told them to make a game out of it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, here's something. Uh, taking a different tack here. Does this game have kind of a weird pro-life vibe to you? Yeah, it really does. Super bit, does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I like. With all the BB shit, it's like, what is Kojima trying to say about abortions right now? Like, the whole opening bit is like, oh, no, don't worry, BBs are just equipment. We, even though they look and act like humans, they're really just fetuses in a jar, and you shouldn't think That's... of them as anything but objects. Let's go burn one. And, and Sam, then the, woke the hero, Sam. he recognizes that it's a person and should be treated like a person. And 
then you find out at like one of the late game twists is that the internet is powered by ghost baby abortions, and it's like what? <laughs> <laughs> it, it do be powered by ghost babies. It it do be like that. I just one of your last missions is to deliver a uh, fucking aborted baby to yeah uh, the... edge to Edgenot City. Edgenot yes. City. We've gotten so far into this podcast without ever saying Edgenot City. Edgenot City. Hideo Kojima, you um, wrote a whole game about the internet and you didn't once Google furries. <laughs> Conan O'Brien did. Yeah. Um, the wonder yeah, I just told you a thing or two about Edge Not City. <laughs> anyway, um, like you, you the it's about the babies. Give it, give, give me back my baby, and then like it's about breaking the babies out of the like the evil contraption that keeps them between life and death. I is he mad? Like clearly he hates women, and yeah. you know women are the only people who get pregnant, but like. Boy, he really hates pregnancy. I think. I think he might he really hate it? pregnancy. I don't know what he thinks about it. Yeah. I think he. I, I think he hates babies, and also thinks that if you don't let a baby be born, you fucked up. I think he has both. I I think it's so mixed up that I can't really ascribe a value to yeah, it. Like I don't either. know what it's trying to say at all. Yeah, I don't. Much know. like most He's, of Death Stranding. Yeah. It's just, man, it's such a bummer. He's mm, he's written good stories before. Flawed stories, but good stories. Sure. And he just, like, and I feel like you could, if you look at the Metal Gears, like, two and three are kind of the high watermark of that series. Uh, you know, maybe Revengeance, depending yeah, on your taste, I, I would but that was I personally wasn't say two and Revengeance, but, like, just because three... Sure, but also really Revengeance wasn't Kojima. It's, like, its own True, thing. True, yeah, it's not him. Uh... If you're just looking at, like, Kojima Productions, like, 2 and 3 are kind of the top uh, that they hit. 4, I think, is good, but it's a decrease in quality. 5 is kind of another decrease in quality, but I still think it's good. And then they just ran off a cliff with this one. It's nowhere near as good as 5, a game that I already have big issues with. Yeah, I mean... It's... And I just... I, I kind of don't get what happened. Like, it's the same writers. Yeah, it's kind of baffling how sloppily made Death Stranding is compared to every other Koji Pro game I've made. It's almost like, like if it weren't for some of the idiosyncrasies that were common between Death Stranding and the Metal Gear series, I'd almost say they were made by completely different developers. Yeah. Like, we talk, you know, we talk about Kojima a lot with this stuff, and, you know, his name is in the credits like eight times. Yeah, it's like on the eight, box. and it, they and he his whenever his name is on the screen, it lingers. Yeah, but like Shuyo Murata, who worked on this game, wrote on Metal Gear Solid two, three, four, Peace Walker, and five. Like he's also like it's not just Kojima that this is coming from, and yeah. that in some ways makes it more confusing to me. Like you have two people that have collaborated for decades, and they both managed to get bad at writing at the same time. Uh, Jackson, I tried to tell them earlier about the Die Hard Man thing, uh-huh. and apparently there is a piece in the game that explains that his name is literally John Blake Mc- McLean. God damn it. Oh, no. It is in the game. Oh, no. And Son I had a- just come up with that this morning without reading that, Ugh. and he is literally the Die Hard Man. Yeah. 
great. Okay, I think I think I'm tired. <laughs> Die Hardman. Die Hardman. Um, yeah. It's a shame I'll never play a game with a name as good as that. Yeah. Do you uh-huh. say? Did Die you Hardman? say it's a shame? You... <laughs> so what's funny is like for me, your audio cut out like in the middle of that, and you just said for for me, you just said it's a shame I'll never play a game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna play I mean, a game again this after one, this. I don't know. After this one, I don't know if I can go back. <laughs> I started Pokemon, but I don't know if I'm feeling it. I don't know if I want to be a Homo Ludens anymore. I don't want to be Homo Ludens. Okay. I, I am changing my affiliation to Homo Demons, and I think we should wipe out humanity. Like, how do they not have a moment where someone is like, "Hey, Hartman, it's fucked up how everyone who acts differently than you, you call a different species." That's weird, and like, it's racist, but not racist in the normal way. They also have a sexy lady version of the Homo Ludens figure. Of course they, they do. do. Did you find that? Yeah. I, I didn't yeah. find most of the memory chips. I didn't really look for them. I, I found I found quite a few of them. I was kind of looking for them when I thought about it. Yeah. Um, and there is a sexy lady one um, of the Ludens mascot. There is also just a um, Lady Gundam one where they talk about how making mecha characters moe is part of Japan's history. Mm. Um, so there's that. <laughs> Great. uh and that's that's all in there and then there's a part where if you ride on the um they put in a uh trike oh the ride if you actually ride the ride sponsored trike norman reedus will say wow this is really cool it should be on ride with norman reedus um which i didn't real there was because i just found that trike in the world somewhere and i was very high when i found it (laughs) and then he said that and i thought i was losing my fucking mind (laughs) i have maybe blazed it too hard (laughs) maybe these edibles were shit i don't know uh anyway i think we're done here i think so molly what are your final thoughts on death stranding um, I really liked the part where I got to everything before I had to interact with the story was wonderful. Yeah. I, I truly yeah. enjoyed like just walking around the world, having a hiking driving simulator. Like, yeah. and I've always kind of liked that in games. Like I play Grand Theft Auto games a lot because I like driving around those cities because like I, you know, I think driving around in a city is kind of fun. Yeah. So like coming to this and then doing like, oh yeah, hiking's cool. And then it being like, oh, by the way, homo demons. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I guess not. I a hundred percent agree with you, Molly. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was really enjoying the game up until chapter five when the story goes like sort of full bore into the madness that it will become. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I thought that the gunplay was not good enough to keep doing those sections with cliff and like even with the first section with Cliff, I was I was checked out. I didn't think it was good enough to keep doing that. Yeah, I thought the first two were fine, and then they made it just slightly more difficult in the Vietnam part, and that ruined it. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, uh, Luke, do you I, have any final thoughts? Yeah, I like like both of you. I I really enjoyed the game up till chapter five, and then chapter five happened, and it was awful. And then, like, chapter six, seven, and eight happened, and I was fine with them. I'm like, okay, all right, maybe just Mama's story sucks, and we'll get back on track. Like I said, the Heartman stuff, like, isn't anything revelatory, but... I can't, like, blame you for feeling an emotion for it, because, like, that, you yeah. know, it, it is an emotionally resonant thing, like, losing your family and... Yeah, yeah, to like... Get it, back it, and feeling like you're gonna be alone in the afterlife. That it, is it, a big, scary thing. Yeah. It's nothing magic, or it, it's nothing, like, incredible, but it's competent storytelling in a way that the Mama stuff wasn't, so I was like, all right... Maybe yes. just something weird and fucked up happened with the Mama chapter. They didn't finish revising the script or something. 
Now we're, maybe we're back on track. And that was, of course, a stupid thing to think. Uh, I should have taken the mama story as a signpost of as things a warning. to come. Yeah. I tried to warn you. <laughs> I, we tried, I, I left tried you to talk the clues. to you about it, and you were like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, then the rest of the story happened. It's, uh, it's abysmal. Like I said, there's a part of me, there's a part of my brain that, like, can't let go of the fact that there are... You're like reworking floating it, floating around in like the the ocean of Death Stranding. That like, if you thread them together the right way, it would be interesting. And maybe if I really sat down and thunk it over and like rewatched cutscenes, I could actually put together a reason why. Ah, actually, here's what it's saying, and here's why that's cool to say. But it's so it's such a failure of entertaining storytelling that even if that was true, it would still be an awful game. Um, but even then, like, calling it an awful game is such a weird way for me to think about it, because again, of the 70 hours I spent playing it, I had a good time for 60 of them, and I don't, I personally, I totally get if that 10 hours is so bad that it, like, it, it voids out all the fun times you had with it, but, like, most of my memories of this game are positive, and I don't, Yeah. it, it, leads to a situation where I honestly can't tell you what I think of Death Stranding as a whole. I can tell you that its story sucks ass, and that its gameplay is really fun, and I like it. And I, I think don't if you know go back how to, to it. How to, like, bring those two statements together into one cohesive opinion. I think that if you replayed this game later yeah. on in your life, yeah. and you started doing, like, you started walking and doing the first deliveries thinking about what is at the end of this game yeah i don't think you would keep playing it see i think i would because i think i would just skip all the cutscenes and get to chapter three and just have fun trucking i guess so but like also there's a part of me that just you would be constantly thinking of what dog shit yeah like the rest of it is that's what maybe that's just my maybe that's my thought yeah like you're like, still going to get, like, I, codexes. Yeah. People are still going to call you. You're still going to get the email pop-ups, and you're going to think about it, and you're going to yeah. think, like, this fucking sucks. You're not totally wrong. I, I feel like, like, I went to uninstall the game when I finished it, because fuck it. But then I thought, you know what? Eh, I might want to do more deliveries. I might want to build some more zip lines sometime. I'll just leave it on the I mean, I drive. did the same thing. Yeah, I did the same thing. Like, but when I'm playing it, like, I'm probably still going to, and, like, Pris is going to be here, and she's going to see me playing it, and she's going to be like, really? And I'm going to yeah. be like, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. then I'm going to be like, yeah, I should be ashamed, probably. Yeah. There's honestly a part of me that feels kind of ashamed in the sense that, like, listen, again, I'm a very big Kojima fan. I've been talking up Kojima games for years, uh, just, like, telling all my friends, no, these games are great. Listen, I know I know they look weird. They're cool. Trust me. Listen, Death Stranding is coming out. I bet it'll be cool. And then just seeing how bad it is, I'm like, oh, God, why? Why? Mm. For what it's worth, you were not the catalyst for me buying this game. Sure. That, that is I, assuring. I, yeah. It, like, you, I, I do not think less of you for this game being bad. Like, because I know so many people who do love Metal Gear like that. And it sounds like the right kind of stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to keep you up too long, Dustin, because this is yeah. <laughs> like we're... we're striving off the side yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Dustin, what are your final thoughts? Uh, Yeah. I... I desperately want to like this game because i did enjoy the moment to moment gameplay i did enjoy the messages and themes that got across just through gameplay alone and there was a hope in me that like maybe the story would get back on track but like 
sort of post chapter five, like all of my hopes sort of went out the window and like, I kept going with it cause I at least wanted to see it through to the end to get like a good idea of like what my thoughts on it were, but right. kind of all like the fun I was having up till then had kind of just been slowly filed away <laughs> by everything else to the point where like as soon as i finished it like i read a couple of the emails you get at the end of the game and then i just immediately closed it and i don't ever see myself going back yeah that's that's fair uh during the amelie cutscene, uh never-ending barrage of bullshit at the end uh, i was streaming it and my girlfriend did message me like hey if you really want to see how this ends so bad, why don't you just close the game and open up these cutscenes nope. on YouTube and watch them at two nope. times speed? And I'm like, you know... No, I can't do that. I you don't have do a it. good argument for We're why I shouldn't. <laughs> like my, We're already in it. Yeah, like, my, I, I'm, I'm broken in such a way that once I start a game, I can't, I can't just, like, stop and then watch the rest of it on YouTube. I gotta do it. I, I think I could, but I wanted to see this piece of shit through to the end. Yeah. Like, if I, if right. I had, like, lost interest... And, like, wasn't disgusted, or, yeah, wasn't disgusted with it, maybe. But, like, if I, like if I was just bored, but I was, like, bored and mad. Yeah, exactly. Um. Anyway, I, uh, I shout out to the TV Game Awards when winner. The game ended, which I've only ever done to Hotline Miami 2, the worst game I've ever played. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Uh, uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's my sign off. Shouts out to uh, the Game Awards' most winning uh, game of all time, uh, Death Stranding. Yeah. I yeah. can't wait to see it win Best Narrative. Yeah. Uh Anyway, uh, it's going to Molly. Where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y E R, uh, and you can find me at audioentropy.com and I need mayo.com. Luke, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer, and you find other shows I do on Audio Entropy, such as uh, Let's Place, where we rank every video game ever made, uh, Teenagers Attitude, talking about Power Rangers, Where's Pod When I'm Scared, where we talk about Veggie Tales. <laughs> whole bunch of them uh and you can find me on twitter at stilts the gm uh you can also listen to my other podcasts uh, which are podcast and anime podcast as well as uh, gotcha journalism where uh me and my friend sierra talk about uh free-to-play gotcha games uh and yeah i that'll that'll be it because i need to go to sleep all right <laughs> all right uh good night everybody good night Bye.